the most banned network in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, February 15th, 2024. This is the Alex Jones Show. Owen Schroer filling in for Alex today. And we are no, no shortage of news and information and content and excitement for you today. Let me lay out what we have coming up as far as the news is concerned and then what you can expect on the next four hours of the Alex Jones Show. Brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com right here at Band.Video, InfoWars.com slash show. You can find us at Real Alex Jones back on Twitter, where we will also be doing a Twitter Spaces coming up later in the afternoon as well with Harrison Smith and Chase Geyser joining me in studio and then you potentially joining us on a Twitter Spaces. And then Drew Hernandez hosting the fourth hour. Here's what we have coming up as far as news is concerned. Big updates on the Democrats' illegitimate legal attacks against Donald Trump. Now, this has been going on since 2016 when they first started spying on his campaign, the multiple impeachment hoaxes, the Russian collusion hoax, and everything else. But you have the first criminal trial into Trump starting in March. I'm going to tell you what that's all about. I mean, it's just clear-cut corruption, open, on its face, corrupt. And when you look at the history of Alvin Bragg, the district attorney in Manhattan, Soros-funded, and when you look at what he did to even get this case to court, it shows you that the whole thing is corrupt from the very get-go. And this is all about the the hush money to the hooker, Stormy Daniels. Or I guess she would say she's a adult film actress. Well, you're getting paid for a sexual act, so I don't know what the difference is. But she actually owes Trump $300,000 in a defamation case. So the whole thing is just completely screwy. Then you had the developments today in the Georgia case with Fannie Willis sleeping with the prosecuting attorneys. And they had eyewitness testimony of personal friends saying, yep, they were in a romantic relationship in 2019. They lied about it in court filings. And I was watching that. I was glued to that this morning. And so there's some developments there. I think Fannie Willis is going to be out. It looks like she's going to be out. And then more information revealed as far as what went on in 2020 to get Biden to a record number of votes, which nobody really believes, if they're being honest, that Biden had more votes than Trump or a record number of votes, more votes than Obama, everything else. Then there's the cases against Biden. I don't know. The Biden is pretty much cooked at this point. It really, I think the strategy now for Republicans has to be Do you even want to impeach Biden? He's got a few months left. I mean, really, though, seriously, you got you got to think about this strategically. Do you even want to impeach Joe Biden? Because if Biden is going to be the Democrat nominee, why not leave him in there? I mean, you left left him in there this long. Why not leave him in there? Get all the evidence against himself and his crime family and then just present that in October 
as the October surprise and then just crush him in the general election. But if you remove Joe Biden from the equation, you're almost doing the Democrats a favor at this point. But there's there's more information on the Biden deal. Democrats coming for your Second Amendment in response to a Super Bowl parade shooting yesterday. But it's funny because they want to talk about the Super Bowl parade shooting, but they didn't talk about the latest school shootings or the latest church shootings. And of course, we all know why. But let's talk national security coming up later today as well with Chase Geyser, Harrison Smith, and you on the Twitter spaces. Are they lying to us about Russian space nukes, or is this just a ploy to get more money from us? Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Bodies ultimate turmeric formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. All right, I just laid out the show for you, but we get picked up by a lot of radio stations. And now they might be owned by George Soros, but that's another story. George Soros just purchased... 220 radio stations from the company Audacity. And these are some of the biggest, most powerful radio stations that still exist, that still have a a consistently large audience. But the parent company of them all was in $400 million of debt So George Soros just purchased that. So more Soros control. And for them, it's not about money. When Bezos purchases the Washington Post or when the, when the liberal billionaire purchases Los Angeles Times and give, gives it to his radical liberal daughter and she runs it into the ground. It's not about money. It's about power. It's about influence, about narrative control. But we get picked up by a bunch of radio stations. We thank those radio stations. So let me relay out briefly what we have and then start digging into it. Huge news as far as the Trump legal front is concerned. The Biden legal front is confirmed. We're going to delve into that. The Democrats coming for your second amendment and and now they want to rewrite the Constitution and, and maybe Gavin Newsom is making a play for the Democrat nominee in the presidential race because He's coming out about as hardcore as any Democrat ever has, not named fake Beto O'Rourke, as far as the rhetoric to take your guns. 
And this is all in response to a shooting at the, the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. But we've watched, there have been school shootings, there have been church shootings, the mainstream media ignores them, the Democrats ignore them. Why? Because those shootings were done by leftists. Those shootings were done by leftist indoctrinated trans individuals. And they were directly targeted towards right-wingers and Christians. So they didn't cover those. But now that they got this Super Bowl parade shooting, they figured, hey, let's go ahead and use this for an opportunity to do some gun grabbing. So we'll talk about that. We're going to be joined. We're going to have a bit of an InfoWars roundtable today. Harrison Smith, myself, and Chase Geyser are all going to be in studio and and I had already planned on this, and I had a brief meeting with Alex earlier this morning as he came into my office and said, hey, what you going to do for today? What's the news? And we went through all of the news, and I said, I kind of want to do this InfoWars roundtable and talk about this national security threat and just have InfoWars and Chase in studio. He said, that's a great idea, and then open up a Twitter X spaces. So we're going to have an InfoWars roundtable. Then we're going to go into an X spaces with this question. Because it's not just that I, I I don't trust the intelligence communities. Why would I? I don't I don't trust you know I, I don't trust a, a boat with with a ten foot hole in the bottom of it. We know we get lied to by the intelligence communities. In fact, they probably lie to us more than they're honest with us. So the intelligence community is telling us there's this huge threat with Russia now and space nukes and all this stuff. Of course, the knee-jerk reaction is, well, they're lying to us. This is just so that they can get more funding, the billions of dollars that Americans are sick of going towards these wars. But I do think there is an actual issue here. I do think there is an actual debate to be had here. And even if we just reject everything the intelligence community say, well, that puts us in a position to be played by them as well. Because then they could say something real and we ignore it. You know, it becomes the boy cried wolf situation. So I think there's an actual, there's a real situation. When you have psychotic world leaders, when you have psychotic world leaders like Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden, Mitt Romney, Lindsey Graham, and the list goes on, that's a problem. And when they launch wars and cause bloodshed all over the planet, that's a real problem. Now, Russian space nukes might not be real. But our psychotic leadership is very real. Our psychotic leadership, the military industrial complex, the warmongers like Nikki Haley, that's a serious threat. I know that's a real threat. I don't know if Russian space nukes are real or not. But I do know these psychotic leaders are real. I mean, think about Boris Johnson. In case you didn't see. You want to see a psychotic individual? I mean, talk about a fall from grace if he ever had any. Vladimir Putin calls out Boris Johnson in the most viewed interview, perhaps it might be the most viewed interview in the 21st century. Tucker Carlson, Vladimir Putin. And Putin says, we were almost had peace. We had negotiations. We almost had a deal with Ukraine. The signatures were there. It was almost a done deal. And then Boris Johnson squashed it. And then Boris Johnson killed the deal. Well, well, this psychotic after getting called out, this is how little they care. He doesn't put on a suit and tie. He doesn't go in front of a a, a podium. He doesn't go make an official press conference. Instead, he picks up his cell phone 
puts it in selfie mode from his bathing suit at the beach. That's how unserious he is. That's how little they care. That's how psychotic they are. Boris Johnson just gets accused of killing a peace deal and causing hundreds of thousands to die in an unnecessary war, and he's too lazy. He shows he couldn't care less that he won't even take the time to pretend to care. He just fires up a selfie video from the beach in his bathing suit pretending to care in response. I mean, that is truly deranged. That is truly psychotic. That shows how little they care. They can't even fake it. They won't even try. But so we're going to get into this debate. What is the real national security threat? Is it Russian space nukes? Is it Iran? Is it the southern border? Is it our own psychotic leadership? So we'll be talking about that in studio. Chase Geyser, Harrison Smith, and then on a X. Formerly Twitter spaces. But let's start with the legal issues. We'll start with Trump. We'll move on to Biden. Donald Trump's New York hush money trial will begin in 39 days with jury selection. And the Democrats are desperate to get all these trials moved forward as quickly as possible. In fact, Biden himself... And, and members of the Biden administration are putting pressure on the judges. They're putting pressure on the district attorneys. They're putting pressure on the DOJ. They're putting pressure on all the, the pressure valves that are possibly out there because they have to get these cases done before the election. So all four of Trump's criminal cases, the Biden administration is trying to fast track and, and trying to speed race these ahead of the 2024 election. They have to get them done before the election because that's the entire purpose. This isn't about justice. This is about destroying Trump. And, I mean, it's mainstream news now. This has been... It's been known. I I reported on this a few weeks ago on The War Room. But it was kind of a, you know, we don't want... We don't want the mainstream media getting a hold of this story, but they already do. So, I mean, we, I mean, it's not like I'm keeping anything from you. CNN, Trump's new Supreme Court gambit doesn't even try to hide that it's a delay tactic. Trump asked Supreme Court for more time to appeal immunity ruling. So, okay. I mean, it's not like it was a big secret, but it, it was their strategy. Now they get it. Well, yeah, of course, Trump's legal team strategy is to delay this as long as possible because there is no justice. There is no justice. And, and there's some other, there's some other things that are going on with this too behind the scenes that may or may not end up coming out. But, but it's all the larger picture that the Biden administration and the Democrats need to fast track these things, these four cases before the 2024 election. And so the Trump legal team strategy is to delay as long as possible at least until after the election. I mean, so, yeah, that that's the strategy. You figured it out. That's true. But of course it is. None of this is about justice anyway. All of this is about the 2024 election. So, yeah, for the same reason the Democrats and the Biden administration want all four of these cases concluded before the election, 
is the same reason why the Trump legal team wants them delayed after the election, because that's what this is about. This isn't about justice. This isn't about crimes. This isn't about anything other than the 2024 election. And everybody knows it. And it's the Democrats doing that. I mean, you want to talk about election meddling. They're the they're the kings and queens of it. The Democrats. Now, Trump makes this statement dealing with one of the cases, how they lied about the value of Mar-a-Lago. I mean, it's so outrageous. In fact, guys, while I'm reading this, see if you can find the story. I think it was the New York Post. It came out a couple weeks ago. Largest, I think it's like the largest property value or highest value estate ever up on the Florida market goes up for sale. It was like $397 million or something. See if you can find that. I forget the keywords to search. But it was like the most valuable property ever up on the Florida market. It was $397 million or something like that. Folks, th- this property that hits the market at, at nearly $400 million is a tenth the size of Mar-a-Lago. Look at that. The crew found it in less than 30 seconds. Here it is. Thank you. This $295 million Florida compound is the most expensive home for sale in America. And it's it's like the tenth the size of Mar-a-Lago. A tenth. And it doesn't have the ornate architecture and the tiles and everything flown in from all around the world and the, the underground base and compound and the history and everything else. <laughs> And it's $300 million, but Mar-a-Lago is only worth 20. I mean, it's, it's such a joke. It's such an offense to reality, but they don't even care. It's the same thing. Boris Johnson takes a selfie at the beach in his bathing suit. Oh, I didn't stop the peace deal, but, but you were too lazy to go have a real press conference. The Democrats. Trump lied about Mar-a-Lago. It's only worth 18 million. A property a tenth its size without the history and the significance on the market for 300 million. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mar-a-Lago's only worth 18 million. Yep. Oh, Democrats are honest people. So here's Trump's response. It has been leaked all over the place to the fake news media, probably by the corrupt judge and or attorney general that a decision on the never used before consumer fraud statute that has been illegally weaponized against me will be released on Friday. Judge Ern Ingeron, who likes to take selfies of himself naked, I'm serious, I mean, he does look pretty good for an 80-year-old man, I'll give him that, but it's a little creepy, wrongfully ruled against me before the trial even started, said that Mar-a-Lago was only worth $18 million and was already overturned four times on appeal, a new record. This crooked judgment will be a dark and sad day for the justice system in the New York State. No damages, no victims, only success. Case already won on appeal, witch hunt, election interference. Trump posted that yesterday afternoon. And, and, and you know, I, I got to say this real quick. Because this is a tip of the cap to the crew. This is a tip of the cap to the audience. This is a tip of the cap to Alex Jones. And and I got to tell you, this kind of makes me feel good because, look, when you're in the business of fighting tyrants, when you're in the business of trying to destroy and expose evil, when you're in the business of trying to save America, and everything they're doing to Trump, they did to us first. I mean, folks, that's like getting an MVP award. So 
Yeah. They censored Donald Trump. They censored us first. Yeah, they had illegal rulings and judgments against Donald Trump. They did a tinfoil wars and Alex Jones first. So, I mean, it's not even like, because it's a painful process, but I mean, seriously. So, I mean, tip of the cap. Crew gets an MVP award. Alex Jones gets an MVP award. All of our guests get an MVP award. This audience gets an MVP award. This is the most valuable player in the game. Right here. So I just got to take a second to recognize that. So, yeah, what they did to Alex Jones in the court cases. Oh, Alex Jones owes trillions of dollars. Just completely outrageous, completely illegal. Judgment before they could even show any evidence. Just completely denied in court. Judge says, nope, you're not allowed to say you're innocent. Nope, you're not allowed to have any discovery. Nope, no evidence, nothing. I rule against you. Now they decide how much money. And they just get to lie about everything. And then they, oh, but Jones owns, uh, he owes uh, 500 billion. He owes uh, 3 trillion. He owes the entire national debt, the entire GDP of France. So it's like, oh my gosh, wow. And now they're doing it to Trump. It's like, whoa, they really came for us first. This really is the most valuable player. But moving on. So here's Alvin Bragg's history. Now keep in mind, This case that Alvin Bragg, this hush money case that Alvin Bragg is hearing, was already rejected by the previous district attorney, Cyrus Vance. And even if it was to move forward at that time, it was a misdemeanor, but it couldn't move forward because the statute of limitations had already ran out. Well, Alvin Bragg doesn't care about any of that. Statute of limitations, he doesn't care. It's a misdemeanor. He doesn't care. He's making it a felony. Last district attorney threw it out. He doesn't care. He's bringing it back. Who's got blackmail on Alvin Bragg? Or is he just this corrupt on his own? Woke district attorney Alvin Bragg, who's set to indict Trump as one of America's most controversial, most controversial, been massively criticized for his soft on crime policies. And boy, is he. Boy, is he soft on crime But yet he once said he was afraid to ride the New York City subways because of how dangerous they are. Isn't that something? But he's soft on criminals. So he took a what would have been a misdemeanor, but the statute of limitations already ran out and made it a felony against Trump. But when you're a violent criminal in New York City, he does the opposite. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg has downgraded over half of felony cases to misdemeanors. Why do you think he's doing that? And then why would he do the opposite to Donald Trump? These stories are all over the Internet about how bad Alvin Bragg is for New York City. Top 10 worst New York City criminals let go again and again by woke Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. And they get back on the streets and they beat and they stab and they kill and they rape. Thanks to Alvin Bragg. But he's going to get Donald Trump, isn't he? So that gives you a little bit idea of an idea about how that deal is going down. Set to uh, take place in 39 days. Now, ongoing this morning, it, it may still be ongoing, I don't know. But all morning, you had the case in Fulton County, that's Atlanta, with the corrupt district attorney, Fannie Willis. And she got exposed bad. And by the way, the the 
attorney representing Trump's side doing a pretty good job, I got to say. Meet the badass lawyer who could blow up Trump racketeering case over Fannie Willis's sex secrets. That's Ashley Merchant. So this is going on all morning. It's very intriguing to watch. And then the arrogance of Nathan Wade up there as he's been caught lying. But he's a lawyer, and so lawyers as witnesses, they know how to, you know, they know how to talk and say the right thing so that they, they can't really be told they're lying, but also they can't admit to any crimes that they know they committed. So that was going on all morning as well. But they had some interesting witnesses. There's going to be more witnesses to this, and they also have documents that uh, that prove that Willis and Wade were, were in, involved in romantic affairs, but then also lied about it in court filings. Fannie Willis's ex-best friend forever, ex-best friend forever, I guess people learn you can't really trust her or hang around her. I wonder if she has any friends. Fannie Willis, ex-best friend forever, says she has no doubt that Willis had an affair with the prosecutor, Nathan Wade, and it dates back to 2019. So there's all kinds of evidence against these two. They lied in court filings. And you had, while Wade was allegedly having the affair with Willis, I'm also wondering what Willis had to do to get that affair. I mean, seriously. I mean, uh, you know, she ain't really a... <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe you're into uh, pork chops. Maybe you're into big old suey. But but see, but that's how it goes. Oh, hey, I'll pay for your I'll pay for your travel. I'll give you these cases. I'll do this. I'll do that for you. But I just need you to I need you to scratch my back if you know what I mean. So it could be that bad. But but nonetheless, they got they got caught lying about their romantic relationship. They'd been involved in a romantic relationship as Willis was giving Wade all these cases. And they're trying to work around it by saying, well, this is all attorney-client privilege, so we don't have to talk about what was paid for or why. We don't have to talk about how many times we had sex or when or where. It's all attorney-client privilege. And, and that's the argument that they're making so that none of this ends up coming out in the courtroom. It's pretty smart. I'll give them that. But yeah, they've been caught. Technofog following this as well. One of the great legal minds on Twitter. Witness claims that Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis started her romantic relationship with Nathan Wade in 2019. This contradicts the court filings of Wade Willis that the relationship began in 2022. False statements to the court. Things are getting bad for Willis. The witness says no doubt they were in a romantic relationship. Yeah, this is getting bad. And they thought that maybe they could get out of this by settling with the ex-wife. Not so fast, not so good. All right, quickly here on the Biden side of things. Now they're going back and forth. Biden slams Robert Hur for asking about his son Bo's death. Sources say Biden brought it up. So here's here's likely, I, I would say 99.9%, here's how this goes down. Joe Biden loves to bring up the fact, which is not a fact. So really, I should say Joe Biden loves to bring up the lie that his son, Bo, died in Iraq. He does it all the time, all the time. He calls up Gold Star families and says, well, it's all about me and my son dying in Iraq, even though his son died of cancer in New York. 
And even when he was overseas, he was just a lawyer. You know, so so Biden loves to have this stolen valor like his son was a soldier when he was a lawyer and that his son died in combat when he died from brain cancer. And and Biden knows this. So he brings it up all the time. He brings it up during speeches. He brings it up during press events. He brings it up to call us the gold star families. So it, it is ninety nine point nine percent. He brought it up to Robert Hur. And it was probably when he was looking bad during the five-hour deposition. So he just starts bringing up, oh, I remember my poor son, Bo, died. I don't remember. I remember. I don't remember many dates, but I remember my poor son, Bo, died in Iraq. And then Biden says, how dare her bring that up? But it was actually Biden that brought it up, of course. But, folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsTore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsTore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, Infowarstore. Dot com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, uh, recommended dose. I was bouncing off the walls. But uh, I, I tell you, foundational is the right name for that product because I'll cut down to one. And, uh, it's, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So Well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid, and a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a little buildup from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real Red Pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. 
But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. We now take you live to the Central Texas Command Center and the heart of the resistance. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. All right, more bombshells from the case in Fulton County where... Fannie Willis and her relationship with Nathan Wade is being called into question. I can't believe this. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it's like I just predicted this and then it happened when I was on air. But it's kind of like it just happened while I was on air saying it. Nathan Wade admits he was paid in cash after using his own card. He was reimbursed in cash from Fannie Willis. This is shocking stuff, guys. Play the clip. Oh, I need it. Um, you said in the affidavit that you roughly shared travel, though, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this roughly sharing travel, you're saying she reimbursed you? She did. And oh. where did you deposit the money she reimbursed you? It was cash. She didn't She didn't give me any checks. So she paid you cash for her share of all these vacations? Mr. Schaefer, you'll step out if you do that again. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so all of the vacations that she took, she paid you cash for? Yes, ma'am. And you purchased all of these vacations on your business credit card, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And you included those in deductions on your taxes, correct? No, ma'am. No, you did not. So there's Ashley Merchant, and uh, that's Nathan Wade admitting he was paid in cash or reimbursed in cash by Willis for these vacations. Uh, Big Fat Fanny, who is that man sitting over there? Oh, that's my Bigelow. Yeah, he takes vacations with me, and then I give him, I give him legal cases to handle and pay him cash for vacations. <laughs> she's, she's cooked. She's cooked. That pig is cooked. Smell that? Smells like bacon. I mean. Th- th- this is outrageous. See, these are the people they have going after Trump. Willis, who's paying an attorney in cash for vacations in a in a affair they have, which might be even more nefarious than it appears now. This is crazy. Alvin Bragg, who lets all the criminals go in New York City, Judge Injuron, who 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 
I mean, I'll give him credit for a 70 year old or whatever, however old he is, man. I mean, he looks good naked. I mean, you know, but he likes to take, he likes to take pictures of himself naked and upload them on the internet so everybody can see how good he looks. Uh, e. Jean Carroll, a, a rat woman from the woods. I mean, this is just, <laughs> okay. I gotta focus, but I mean, oh. oh. Like trying to stand up in a, in, in, 500 mile an hour gust of winds. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said earlier, this is, this is the MVP. The crew is the MVP. You and the audience are the MVPs. Our guests that we get on are the MVPs. We're going to have Harrison Smith and Chase Geyser in studio. You're going to be joining us on Twitter spaces, X spaces as well. We're, we're the MVPs in this. Let's keep InfoWars going. Despite all the attacks against us, we're still standing thanks to your support at InfoWarsStore.com. You know, I'll say two things. One, I have, uh, I'm, I'm always honored, but my friends like to listen to my show. And if my friends can stand listening to me for three hours a day, po- talk politics, I, I hope that that means it's, it's, it's worth their time for you. But they call me and they say, it was specifically last Sunday, I'm hosting the show and they say, all these callers keep complimenting you on your products, nifflewarstore.com. Do you tell them to do that? No, never. Never do we ever do that, not even once. We've never staged a caller. We've never told somebody to plug the products on the air. That's all organic promotion. The products really work. The supplements really work. I had a gentleman call in the next night, Monday night, talking about how he had joint pain, and he's he's up there in years. He's a veteran in joint pain and in his knees and in his elbows, and he started taking bodies, and it was a massive relief factor. So, so that's, that's a true story and you can read all the five star reviews at InfoWarsStore.com on the products like Bodies, which is back in stock and 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. But it's well known. Turmeric is good for anti-inflammatory support. It's well researched, well studied. So we just go out and find the best source, the best quality turmeric and then put as much of it of the highest quality into a supplement as possible. And we sell it at InfoWarsStore.com. It's bodies. Now, I'm still like to think young, but yet, you know, you get into your 30s and things don't recover as quickly. And you kind of have to take a little more time to worry about stretching and inflammation and stuff. You're not in your 20s anymore. So even I will take bodies after a big workout or if I go to the gym and play ball for a couple hours because if I don't the next day I truly feel it and I mean it's you know you're sore in the knees you're sore in the legs you're and you're you're walking around like you just played two hours of ball and didn't stretch or hadn't played in years but bodies major relief factor so I can tell you for my own personal account that yes bodies is a great supplement 40% 40% off right now, InfoWarsStore.com. But you can go read all the five-star reviews, all certified reviews on all the products at InfoWarsStore.com. And we're still standing because of your support there. Okay, so Joe Biden slams Robert Hur for asking about his dead son during the five-hour deposition where Biden claimed he didn't know who he was or where he was or what year it was or anything. And then, and, and he says, well, how dare he ask about my son, Bo? And of course, it was Joe Biden that brought up Bo. 
Joe Biden loves to try to win sympathy points and distract from whatever's going on by bringing up his son, Bo. And then he lies and said that he died in Iraq. He didn't. That's a lie. Everybody knows it's a lie. Joe Biden has repeatedly told this lie so many times we've lost count. And there's no point in in stopping the count now because he's going to lie about it and say it again. Probably before the end of the month, he'll, he'll lie and say it again. Well, he's got other problems, too. His whole family, actually. House Republicans probing whether Biden raided grandkids' bank accounts in unusual money transfers. So here's what's going on. And, and this is another big thing because there's two issues I really want to focus on when we get the InfoWars Knights of the Round Table in here with Harrison Smith and Chase Geyser, and then we open up the X spaces. And that's the national security threat. What's the real national security threat? Is it Russia? Is it space nukes? Is it Iran? Is it the border? Is it Joe Biden? Is it Chuck Schumer? But at, at this point, Joe Biden has less than a year left in his presidency. Is impeaching Joe Biden now not doing the Democrats a favor? Wouldn't you rather run against Joe Biden than Gavin Newsom? I certainly would. Now, I understand justice be done, may the heavens fall. But sometimes you got to think strategically. And, and maybe in this case, you can have your cake and eat it, too. Impeaching Joe Biden before the 2024 election, I think, is bad political strategy. You've already let him go this far. But let's be clear. Folks, the Republicans have all of the bank account information, and they're only getting more. They know Hunter Biden was flagged multiple times for possibly criminal bank transactions. This is all on record. They have access to Joe and Hunter Biden's bank records. They have multiple witness testimonies, including business partners of the Bidens, Devin Archer and Tony Bobulinski. So the Bidens are caught. Joe Biden taking money, pay for play. Hunter Biden as the rat hole, the bag man. They're caught. They're dead to rights. And then there's probably at least other, at least five other members of the Biden family that were also involved in this. Now they might not have those bank records yet. They're probably going to get them because they now have suspicious transactions from Joe Biden's bank accounts linking to the other family members' bank accounts. So they have all of this. Biden is cooked. But the question now to me is, is it even worth impeaching Joe Biden at this point? I don't think so. I think you finish. I think you run the gambit on these investigations. You get as much evidence as possible. Forget about impeachment. And then in October, you just present all the evidence. For, or, or you could wait until September after the Democrats nominate Joe Biden or not. If the, but see, this is the game that we're playing. I think there's no point in impeaching at this point. I think you wait until after the Democrats make their decision of who their nominee is going to be. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great. 
but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock, 40% off out of the gates. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. InfoWarsStore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee, another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller it's been sold for many years that people love and sell for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep. And it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. The enemies of humanity have been very good at dividing and conquering us. But if we simply start thinking about things according to the definition of is it pro-human or is it anti-human, we start to win. And that's why I had the idea for Team Humanity. I brought it up to Elon Musk. He loved the idea. What would you call the debate and discussion about a pro-human future? Just Team Humanity? Yeah, Team Humanity. Absolutely. And so we have the t-shirt. Team Humanity with a nuclear family standing against the globalist. This shirt is a great conversation starter, but it also is a fundraiser. Keep InfoWars on the air so we can promote and support Team Humanity. I want to thank you all for your past support, but I want to encourage you all now to understand that this is a revolution against the globalists, and it is so critical now to signal the fact that you are part of Team Humanity. We're told humans are the problem. We're told we're killing the earth. We're told all this garbage, so we hate ourselves and stand down and roll over and die. We're not going to do that. Get your Team Humanity shirts now at InfoWarsStore.com, and I thank you all for your support. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. idea up a week or so ago and i said we need to have an infowars knights of the round table discussion and now here we are 
Owen Troyer hosting the Alex Jones Show. Chase Geyser to my right, Harrison Smith to my left. I guess the only voice missing would be Alex Jones, but who knows? Maybe he gets involved later on the X Spaces that we're going to be launching in about 15 minutes. You can join us there, and then we're even going to be taking speakers at about 12.30. Here are the topics for discussion here on the InfoWars Knights of the Roundtable. We're going to be talking about what is the real national security threat, because now you have Congress saying, oh, national security threat, national security threat. Oh, as the American people are sick of giving hundreds of billions of dollars to foreign countries, now you're talking about Russian space nukes. Oh, I'm sure that's convenient. But I, I think there's a real level of concern there. But what's the real national security threat? Russia, Iran, our southern border, our own psychotic leadership. We'll talk about that. But but maybe in this first segment, let's kind of carry over the Republican strategy with Joe Biden. Should the Republicans impeach Joe Biden? At this point, would it not be doing the Democrats a favor to get rid of Joe Biden? They're trying to get rid of Joe Biden, so why would the Republicans do it for them? If I'm the Republicans, I don't move forward with impeachment. I extend out these investigatory committees, get as much dirt on Biden as possible, and then wait and see what the Democrats do in August. If they nominate Joe, then let the floodgates open. Don't impeach, but let the floodgates open with the information. If they don't nominate Joe, then maybe you go for criminal charges. Uh, let's bring in Harrison Smith on this. So what do you think the strategy should be here from Republicans? Do you agree, disagree that impeaching him and trying to remove him before the DNC in August would be doing the Democrats a favor? Uh, I think that's an interesting take. My initial response is to say impeach because I'm just desperate for some action from Republicans on any front because they're they're just such losers and they, they never do anything. So it's almost like at least put them on the back foot, at least be on the offensive against your enemies, you know. But then when it comes to the election and whether you want to give them the excuse to get rid of Joe Biden or not, but I, I don't know. Apparently the Democrats repeatedly tell us that not only is Joe Biden not a dementia-ridden idiot. Uh, he's the sharpest man in the room. He is a a bulwark of intellectual, you know, ferocity. So, uh, you know, this it would give them a good excuse to say, well, it's not because Joe Biden is a complete moron. It's these darn Republicans doing this. So, again, my initial reaction is like, impeach him, impeach Mayorkas, impeach everybody, put him on the back foot, keep them playing defense because that just doesn't happen these days. And we need more of that. We need more of Democrats defending themselves rather than ruthlessly attacking Republicans. But as you point out, uh, with the election coming up, this could be a gift to Democrats. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm leaning more towards your way. Keep the investigations going. Give the dirt to the media, you know, uh, screw him over for the 2024 election rather than try to get him out of office two months before it would happen anyway. But Joe Biden plays golf, even if he smacks the ball off the rock and almost hits himself in the face. And Joe Biden rides a bike, even though he falls in front of the media on it. Uh, Chase, what's your take? Yeah, so a couple of things. I don't think you have to choose one or the other. Remember, the Democrats, I believe, attempted to impeach Trump after the last election. So between the November election and the January 20th inauguration of Biden. So if I had it my way, I don't understand why we would remove an opponent that we're beating. So if you're in a football game and you're kicking the crap out of the other team and the other team's like, hey, we want to swap teams entirely at this point in the game, why would you ever consent to that when you're you're already winning? It's already a sure thing. It just seems like a foolish move. So what I would put what I would contend that we need to do is as as a party, the Republicans should do everything in their power to keep Biden as the candidate and as the president. And then after November 5th, when the election takes place, regardless of whether Joe Biden wins or loses the election, I think they should move forward with an impeachment so they can get their tit for tat for what the Democrats did to Trump the last time. I would say the only difference would be 
that Biden will lose voters. The all the impeachment stuff against Trump, he didn't lose any voters. Right. Biden will lose voters. And then yeah. the other angle is Biden is actually guilty. Trump right. was not guilty. So I think that those are the two differences there. But so you don't think it would be more strategic to do it before the election? So like if the if the Democrats do nominate Joe Biden, you don't think it would be like, okay, they're running with him, let's destroy him now. That might be reasonable. My concern is that if we if we impeach too quickly, the Democrats will use that as an excuse or that will fuel the Democrats' desire to replace Biden. So what I don't want to have happen is some sort of impeachment come forward and the Democrats say, all right, he's getting impeached. It's killing him in the polls. We really have to put somebody else in as the candidate now that he's being impeached. We don't want to catalyze the replacement of Biden as a candidate because we're winning in this in the middle of this game. Yeah, I don't know because we've not really seen any success strategy from Republicans or the GOP ever. I mean, I can't think of any strategy like this where they've been successful. Maybe it's going on behind the scenes. I mean, I think Clay Higgins is the real deal. I'd like to think Jim Jordan is the real deal. Uh, I'd like to think James Comer is the real deal. I'd like to think they have this strategic foresight, but to me, I I don't know. I I think it's obvious. You, you let these investigations go on for the next couple months until August, you get as much dirt as possible And then you wait and see what the next move on the chessboard is from the Democrats. If they do nominate Biden, let the floodgates open. Show all the bank records. Show all the witness testimony. Release it all to the public. If they don't nominate Biden, then you impeach, and then maybe you go for criminal charges. Well, again, the other thing to me is just keeping Biden in a response position on the back foot. You know, he's he's having to run a campaign, I guess. I mean, who knows? He's probably laying on the beach somewhere right now. I mean, the the man doesn't actually do anything, so maybe it doesn't actually matter that much. But obviously, the strategy against Trump with all the lawsuits and everything has been extremely effective. He has not been able to tackle some of the big topics. He you know, when Vivek Ramaswamy came on, suddenly he's talking about CBDCs because he's not able to focus on the things going on in the world. He's focused on saving himself from going to jail for several decades or centuries, I guess, at this point. So millennia, I, you know, yeah, yeah. They're trying to send him to, to jail yeah, for even a if thousand Trump can, years. Like, upload himself to, you know, like the future technology and live for a thousand years. They'll still make sure that Trump's <laughs> AI right. brain is in jail. <laughs> yeah. So it, so that's it's been extremely effective at keeping Trump distracted and um, and impotent on the on the political stage. And an impeachment would have that effect. What would be Biden and his team would have to be focused on defending themselves rather than focusing on the campaign. So in that way, it would hobble him somewhat. You know what's funny, though, Chase, is that Trump has still campaigned more than Biden, even though Trump is defending himself in these four cases. So, I mean, but I guess the other angle of this is what is the American media going to do? I I feel like some of some of the American media, not the Rachel Maddow's of the world, they'll always carry water for the Democrats and they'll never be enough. But I feel like some of the American media is getting sick of this. They're sick of covering for Joe Biden. It's embarrassing, quite frankly. Yeah. So. There are a couple of different angles as you bring that up. The first thing is we know that the American mainstream media, whether it's right wing or left wing, is sort of a product of the intelligence community. So that's a weapon that they've used ever since Operation Mockingbird after the the Red Scare to sort of infiltrate and make sure that they have control over the narrative and the psychological response of the people. So it really, when you're looking at the media, you're not looking at genuine opinions. You're looking at what the intelligence community wants you to hear and want you to see. But the second thing I want to mention just now that you bring up the mainstream media, because we talk about this a lot, is I think it's one of the features of our millennial generation that we 
put disproportionate weight on how much the mainstream media matters. We grew up in a generation that remembers what cable TV was like, remembers what waiting through commercials was like, even before DVR. And the mainstream media was the only way that anyone consumed information. But it's just no longer true that they matter anymore to the extent that they once did. But psychologically, these brands are so, these legacy brands are so engraved in our head that we see them as credible. Oh, if it's in the New York Times, that means it's important. Even though no one reads the New York Times anymore. Oh, if a CNN says it, that means it's important. Even though Larry King's been dead for years and no one actually really watches CNN anymore, half their ratings are from just like random businesses and airports having it on screen all day, right? So I think that we what we need to do is really psychologically understand that the war against mainstream media is is one. The only strength that they have is the perception of their strength. So, uh, in the in the sh- the show Chernobyl, when uh, Gorbachev is talking about the Soviet Union trying to keep Chernobyl a secret from the international community, he says our power comes from the perception of our power because the Soviet Union was collapsing and constantly struggling. It's the same thing with the mainstream media. They're actually powerless. They only have power because we believe that they do. And I think we should just not care anymore what they say. I think that the analogy would be it's kind of like with cell phones and landlines. And and I think that directionally you're right, but I would disagree to the extent that I still think we're in the stage where most people still have a landline. Yeah. I think it's gone from like maybe like 20% of a cell phone to 30 and maybe we're at like the 35 40% and but still I think 55 60% are still on that landline. And because here's the thing, you still have a large generation of Americans that aren't on social media. I mean, a lot of people that are above 50, 60, they're still out there. They're not really on social media. So I think that the the playing field is definitely shifting. The teeter-totter is definitely shifting. In 10 years, for sure, alternative social media will completely replace the legacy media. But I don't think we're quite there yet. Especially, I don't know. Especially not in the halls of power. The yeah. D.C. power brokers, they do care what the uh, MSNBC. They're kind of obsessed with people it. say. Yeah, they, they give it a lot of weight. All right, Chase Geyser, Harrison Smith in studio. By the way, you're going to be able to weigh in on all of this on a Twitter X spaces coming up shortly as well. But folks, we're standing up for our rights, we're standing up for your rights, we're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsShore.com, then I'm not griping at you, I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsShore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our right supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, Infowarstore. Dot com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America. Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, 
and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Spaces. Chase, how can people get in, listen in, and um, become a part of the show? Yeah, just go to the InfoWars X account, which is at InfoWars. And if you're on a mobile device, just tap the profile picture and click Join Spaces. Or if you're on a browser, you should be able to see that we have launched the space in the feed of the InfoWars account. So just go to at InfoWars and join the space to listen in that way. And I believe in 30 minutes we're going to start taking questions and comments from the audience. Yeah, we're going to continue our discussion here in the InfoWars studio, and then we'll open up the spaces for other comments. Uh, quickly here in this short segment, I want to talk about the Super Bowl parade shooting. Predictably, the Democrats are now coming out with their same anti-Second Amendment rhetoric. I've got a couple examples for the sake of time. I won't read them now. It's Newsom, it's Biden, it's the Democrats. It's funny to me, though, Harrison, we just saw six shootings, school shootings, church shootings, and the silence from the mainstream media, the silence from the Democrat Party, usually jumping at any opportunity to attack the Second Amendment, but they didn't talk about those shootings. And we all know why, because those were leftist shooters that targeted Christians and they were part of the trans LGBTQ indoctrination cult. So the media didn't want to talk about those. But now they get this Super Bowl shooting and they are talking about that. And I'm what's also strange about this. It's like we can't get any information on the shooters somehow. I don't know what that's about. But I mean, it's so obvious, Harrison. They don't want to talk about their shooters. But now they're like, well, we still hate the Second Amendment. So we'll use this one. Yeah, well, this is a little bit different than what you would typically think of as like a mass shooting where you've got some lone gunman going into a school or going into a public place and just opening fire on random people just to kill people. You know, this obviously seems to me a little bit different. You had multiple people injured, only one person killed. It seems like this was some sort of gang conflict that took place or some sort of, uh, you know, interpersonal beef that just happened to break out in the middle of a huge crowd of people. And so I think it has more to do with the symptom of just relentless crime in this country, the shootings and murders that have skyrocketed ever since the defund the police program uh, that took place. I think it has more to do with that than anything else. So obviously they're going to deflect to to gun control like they always do. Obviously, I think uh, the focus should be on the uh, two guys that tackled the shooters, put yeah, their the own heroes. lives at risk. I mean, my God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw somebody on, uh, I think it was uh, G Prime 85 on Twitter, but almost jokingly, he's like, these guys should never pay taxes again for the rest of their lives. I agree, them and everyone True else. heroism, uh, honestly. Uh, to, to do that, uh, who knows how many lives they saved. But again, I think it's less of uh, less of your typical mass shooting. I hate that I, that's even a phrase, but, you know, there's mass shootings where people go out and just try to murder as many people as possible. And then there's just the relentless gun crime that plagues American cities that in this case happened to break out in the middle of a giant crowd. So horrifying, terrifying, again, just another sort of data point in the decline and fall of, of a once great country called America. Well, and there's all kinds of gang activities. Specifically, you look at uh, the, the west side of Kansas City. Oh. And so there was also an operation chase that, that Trump launched that Biden canceled immediately. And that was the task force to stop gang activity. I believe it was called Operation Legend. And this as immediately when Biden shut it down, gang shootings skyrocketed. You know, I'm not familiar with the intricacies or the details of Operation 
legend, but one thing that comes to mind, given the discussion about legislation around gun control, is obviously all of these mass shootings are illegal for a number of different reasons, whether the person has the firearm illegally already because they have a record or just the fact that murder is illegal. It's already a crime. So it's not like we need new laws to make this illegal. The debate's really around new regulations. But, I mean, it's just it's, it's like this perpetual argument uh, from the left about new regulation and then the bounce back from the right. It's, it's going to violate rights and it's not going to actually accomplish anything. But when, when push comes to shove, if criminals want guns, they're going to get guns. I mean, the cartel is incredibly well armed. And I believe there's like one location in Mexico where you can actually buy a personal firearm. It's just going to happen. So, And it's so moot anyway. Even if they did pass legislation to confiscate every single firearm in this country like they call for constantly with banning assault weapons, whatever that means, there's no way that they would actually be able to get all the weapons because there's more weapons than there are people in the United States. It's it's all totally moot and baffling to me. Well, and also I just like logical consistency, and if it doesn't have logical consistency, it's propaganda. So we see death killings, shootings in the Middle East or Ukraine, and what's the U.S. government's response? Send them guns! Send them more guns! But then there's crime in the American metropolitan areas, and it's, take their guns! Take their guns! So, I mean, okay. Well, I know logical consistency. We'll be right back. Short break here. I hope you're joining us on X. You'll be able to weigh in there later. Coming up 30 minutes. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. The program leftists failed to silence. It's the Alex Jones Show. Yeah, I kind of like ACB. Does that make me a Putin phone? Or maybe Putin has good taste in music. Or maybe if you don't like ACDC, there's something wrong with you. But that's a debate for another day. I, I think they're about to go on tour. Like these guys are gonna like literally like rise from the crypt and like start playing the guitar. All right, we got Chase Guys or Harrison Smith in studio. You might call it the Knights of the Infowars Roundtable here. We're also live on Twitter X Spaces, and we're gonna open this debate up for the audience coming up in 30 minutes. The national security debate and should. Republicans impeach Biden, and maybe we'll lean into that on the Twitter space, but but you'll be able to open up your mics and speak with us on the Twitter X space coming up here in about 30 minutes. Guys, let's talk about this national security issue now, and th- there's all kinds of stories. Let me just run down this, this quick list of headlines. Trump meets with Tulsi Gabbard over how to run DOD in second term. I like that. 
Tulsi Gabbard anti-war. I like I like Trump reaching across the aisle, even though she left the Democrat Party. But but looking for individuals who are anti-war to be a part of his administration to have influence on it, I think that's a positive sign. And and here's something: the mainstream media is freaking out. They're angry because Trump could force Ukraine to make a peace deal. I mean, oh God forbid we have peace. I mean, that's so bad. If so, if Trump likes peace, then peace is bad. Now that's something. Lindsey Graham's about face on Ukraine shows GOP patient with Kiev regime has run out or Lindsey Graham knows it's an election year and, and the American people are sick of funding this war and he's probably already made enough money off of his stocks that uh, he's doing an about face. But no, I would expect Lindsey Graham to go on a pro-war diatribe sometime within the next month. Don't uh, don't be fooled. Putin says he prefers Joe Biden over Donald Trump because Biden is weak and Trump is strong. But he also might be kind of trolling there as well. But, you know, anyway, the media. But it's also kind of like throw that red bait to the media and then show the American people how how fraudulent the media is that they won't say that, you know, Putin is colluding with Russia here. Uh, and then, of course, there's the Israel issue. Netanyahu pulls out of talks over delusional Hamas demands. Hostage families stunned. Well, I don't know why they're so stunned. The IDF has killed multiple hostages. They've made it quite clear they don't really care about that. Israeli rappers call for Dua Lipa, Bella Hadid, and Mia Khalifa to be killed because they're anti-genocide in the Gaza Strip. But, of course, they won't get banned on X. So so there's just some of the developments there. But, okay, the Senate tries to pass a $95 billion spending bill. I would say 80% of the American population is against it. I mean, even Democrats are sick of spending this bill's. Uh, these these ridiculous spending bills that don't help our country at all. So they're trying to pass this bill, even though it has no popularity. And then what do they say? National security threat, Russia space nukes. So do you think, Harrison, that this is just some propaganda to try to get the American people to buy into this new spending bill? Do you think it's propaganda to try to get the House Republicans to buy into this spending bill? Uh, no, I think we, Russia has weapons of mass destruction and we must find them. No, it's, mm. it, it's baffling to me how the American people seem to fall for the same thing over and over and over again. The timing is too serendipitous that this massive spending bill that's unpopular and probably not gonna uh, get through the house. Just in time, you have some vague, terrifying threat that, and even the way they released it yesterday, where, I mean, it was it was almost like a script where it's like first there's rumblings of a threat and then you, we get a little bit more details. And, you know, by the end of the day, everybody's tearing their hair out uh, and freaking out. I um, maybe Russia has space nukes. I talked about this a little bit on uh, when I actually spaced into uh, American Journal this morning. There are so many reasons why it makes no sense to have nukes in space. Uh, the ICBM missiles that Russia has developed that are supersonic. The rods of God technology where you literally just drop metal rods onto Earth and it has the same effect as nuclear weapons. It's it's redundant to build a nuclear weapon and send it into space. So I think there's a lot of other stuff to worry about. I think Chase has a good reading on this on the way that they're trying to frame Russia as having violated a treaty in the run up to the war that they really want uh, with Russia. And there's also some weird stories earlier this week about a UFO off the coast of California disabling nukes. Which again, I don't know how that plays into it, but it seemed like a little bit of foreshadowing of some sort. You have space, you have nukes, uh, you know. Something about this just, it all it all smells rotten to me. It all, it all just, uh, it doesn't pass the this, this sniff test for me. It doesn't make any sense. The timing is too convenient. And, uh, you know, nobody, especially after the Putin interview, 
there's not a lot of appetite for going to war with Russia in America today, and so they need to drum it up by saying they have weapons of mass destruction just like they did in Iraq. And if something happens with the American populace, with each new uh, crisis they manufacture, it's like the American populace just resets to this childlike gullibility where we we just want daddy government to keep us safe, do whatever you want, you know, as long as as long as you save us from the threat you made up. So uh, I'm I'm not buying it. I guess long story short, I'm not I, I thought you were going to say because space was fake and gay. I do believe that story though. The, to be clear, the supposed UFO blowing the nuke out of the sky. I do believe that nuke came from land though. I don't think they said that that well, was. I, I think I think it was on board an Air Force uh, flight, but that's like a regular thing. It goes back to the 70s. There's something called the Tehran incident in 1974, where a fighter jet uh, goes to try to identify unidentified flying objects and he finds his controls get shut down, even the mechanical controls. So, and, and if you just search UFO disabling nukes, every couple years you get a story about a UFO going over some nuclear facility and, and shutting down the, uh, the, uh, the weapons. So it's not a new thing, but it was interesting that it happened just before this story broke. So Russian space nukes, Chase, give me 95 billion. I, I just can't stop thinking about the Babylon B headline. United States invades space, finds no weapons of mass destruction. Right, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just like soldiers floating in outer space. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically what happened was after this, this story came out, I was like, this smells like a psyop. So I went to ChatGPT and I just asked the simple question, does Russia have nukes in space? And it went into this long message about how no, because in 1967, Russia and the United States and other nuclear powers signed a treaty called the Outer Space Treaty of 1967, where all of these nations agreed that they would never deploy any nuclear weapons in space. And then I was like, oh, wow, that's fascinating, because if NATO was formed as a deterrent to the USSR, and NATO, of course, still exists, and Russia is still beholden to the USSR's treaties and agreements legally, then if you accuse Russia of violating the Outer Space Treaty of 1967, then doesn't that legally justify more explicit action from NATO against Russia, right? So now they haven't had the excuse that they needed to get involved in a boots-on-the-ground way, in a more explicit way. They've been waging this war by proxy through Ukraine. So it seems to me very likely that this is all either made up or only coming out now because it's conducive to catalyzing more explicit action, more explicit war with Russia from the international community. So here's, oh, oh, wait, entering the chat, entering the chat, ring the bell. It's now official. The Knights of the InfoWars Roundtable. King Arthur. The, the power has just increased <laughs> into the room, and Alex Jones is now in the studio. Yeah, I'm having to deal with a bunch of the bankruptcy crap. I'd rather be on air and listen to you guys, but I'm actually up here at the office getting some stuff done. I'll be back for part of the show tomorrow, and I'll be up here this weekend, obviously. They have a lot of court crap I have to deal with that I have to be on site for to deal with as uh, they do stuff like sell off everything I own, which is fine because I don't care about selling every trinket or every knife or every gun or every book or everything I ever had because truth and justice of being on the air is what matters. Uh, and these people don't understand that, but, but, uh, I've been following the Russia situation and I know exactly what's going on with the so-called space nukes. So I'm going to shoot a special report right now, uh, that'll be ready for you guys. And if I was you guys on spaces, I would actually make it some about the big Russia threat because, uh, Mario Nafal at three o'clock, I'll be popping on with him. He's doing his own spaces on this. I don't know what you guys chose to do your spaces on. Uh, but, uh, 
I'm going to have the inside baseball for you guys. A little five minute report you can air during that space is I'll have it ready for you. I uh, heard about 40 minutes or so. Okay. Copy that. But those, I, I, I'm an expert on this. And I also do General Benton K. Parton, who was secretly the head of, it, of, of that force. And then Dr. Bob Bowman, who was later the head of, uh, the secret forces. And they never told me anything secret, but they would say, this is what they've accidentally declassified. And so they explained to me X-ray lasers. The United States has a whole bunch of nuclear-powered lasers in space. I'll explain what X-ray lasers are and more. No one else is talking about this. This broke a few days ago, and I was just waiting for people to see if they come up with the right answers. As usual, we have all the intel. In space lasers, it does remind me, obviously, with uh, Hawaii and, and that whole you know kerfuffle. So doing research then, you can find it on YouTube. Just search space laser well, well, DOD. Are, yeah, there's all sorts of lasers in space, yeah. and lasers on large aircraft and things, and lasers on ships. An X-ray laser is special. It's nuclear-powered. But I'll explain what an X-ray laser is coming up. You know, the other thing, too, when they talk about national security threats, well, okay, I can I can sit here and say the intelligence community is lying to me. That's obvious. They've been lying to me my whole life. But that's not to discount that there aren't national security threats. We have a wide-open southern border. We have tensions with Iran increasing. We have tensions with Russia increasing. I'm in my own show. Now (laughs) they're like, oh, my God, the Russians might be about to deploy an X-ray laser. We've had them up there since the frickin' late 70s. Yeah, it, it's something. It, it's it's not even secret. I'm doing the research when Hawaii was happening. There's DoD videos on YouTube. Their PowerPoint presentations are going. Here's the space-mounted lasers. Here's the land-mounted lasers. Here's the capabilities. And you know, at the end, I don't know anything about the the nuclear-powered uh, one. So you know, obviously, Alex will will break that down. But in general, the laser technology, whether it's a scanning laser to measure the atmosphere or whether it's a weaponary uh, laser to do damage it's the same technology it's just a matter of degree it's how much power is fed into it the the frequency of the beam or the strength of the signal or the strength of the beam itself so you know we know there are lasers up there they can be weaponized and there's no way for an international body to say that satellite is weaponized lasers and that satellite is atmospheric reading lasers it's the same technology it's up in space it's all public and has been for a while you don't need x-ray vision to see right through the the new world orders lies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but well, I did a little bit of research on it. I don't want to take this away from you, but uh, on the space laser thing, and it's very interesting. People talk about lasers as starting the fires, but lasers are a way to transmit massive amounts of data very rapidly as well. And over Hawaii, months before these fires broke out, there were lasers spotted in the sky, in the sky within 24 hours of a 700 gallon diesel fuel link leak all over the, the island. And then it didn't get cleaned up properly. And months later, these fires break out. It's like they didn't have to use lasers to start the fire. They could have just caused diesel fuel by hacking into the, the Space Force facility on Hawaii. That fuel leaks everywhere. Then a fire starts and it breaks out all over the place. I would not heard that angle. But, you know, getting back to the national security aspect of this, it's like if you're in Japan or you're in Germany during World War II and somebody's saying, hey, our leaders are psychotic. They're going to they're going to bomb Nagasaki, they're going to bomb Hiroshima. Well, that happened. If you're in Germany and you say our leaders are psychotic, they're going to the fall of Berlin is coming, the fall of Munich is coming. Well, well, that happened. I don't think Iran wants a war with the United States. I don't think Russia wants a war with the United States. But it's the U.S. that's running regime changes. It's the U.S. that's funding all these wars overseas. It's psychotics like Chuck Schumer and Lindsey Graham that support all these wars. And I mean, 
eventually you try to you try to fight everybody in the room, somebody's going to punch you back. I mean, that's my concern. And now we have a southern border that's wide open. That's the national security set. Chuck Schumer is the national security threat. Joe Biden is the national security threat. Uh, the military-industrial complex, and then all of this with the wide-open southern border. To me, that's the real national security threat. Yeah, you have 20,000 Chinese uh, nationals coming across the border since October, hundreds in a single day, almost all of them adult uh, adult men, well-dressed with, like, nice luggage. These are not refugees. These are not yeah. asylum seekers. Yeah, more military-age men have come into the United States illegally than Russians have gone into Ukraine Yeah, for the invasion. By, by by a huge margin, and and this is the beauty of war from the perspective of the of the new world order. We might not want to be you know uh, involved in the Middle East. We might understand as Americans we don't have there's no benefit for us to be involved over there, but we are. So now we have to worry about it. I don't think that we should be going to war to defeat Hamas. I don't think we should be going to war with Lebanon to defeat Hezbollah. I want to stay out of all of it, but. We're already involved. So once you get involved, then you do have to consider these things. It's not unlikely that, you know, they might send terrorists through the southern border to commit a terrorist attack against Americans. So once you get involved in the war, you're in the war. And now you have to consider these things as as national security threats, even if you personally don't think that we should be going to war with these groups because our leadership does. Now we are at risk for uh, blowback. Well, I think politically speaking, this is going to be a big measurement of where we're at in Congress, because I still believe we can politically save the United States of America. And and maybe the race against time is, will our psychotic leaders just blow us off the map first? But I, this is going to be the measuring stick, because I would say every other Congress in our lifetime, when they come out and they say Russian space nukes or weapons of mass destruction or nuclear yetis, you know, whatever the, whatever the lie is, Congress at the snap of a finger says, okay, Whatever funding you want, whatever war you want, we're in, we're voting for it. We don't want to be the ones that say, oh, no, you know, there's the space yetis attacked Americans and it was my fault. If the House Republicans reject this, even after the intelligence community propaganda, I think that shows a major tide shift politically that now you have Republicans that aren't going to go along with the propaganda. They recognize it as propaganda and they're and they'd rather listen to the American people than the intelligence communities. Yeah, I agree. I, I think people criticize the, the new speaker for basically being the same as McCarthy. Oh, you got one more hawk for another one. But the fact that the first one was even replaced at all, that McCarthy was even booted at all, is indicative of a major shift. There is an, an awakening, I believe, happening amongst Republican leadership as to the fact that the nature of their base is shifting from a neocon mentality that was sort of manifest post 9-11 because of the war on terror propaganda. It's shifting from that to MAGA. And we're seeing those early adopters like the the Matt Gaetzes and others in, in the Republican Party who are realizing this and responding more rapidly than those sort of other establishment folks who are hanging on to the old medium, right? It's like hanging on to radio, despite the fact that spaces is sort of a new platform or, or these other streaming platforms are, are, are the future. So, we are seeing a major shift happen in the political climate, I think, in the Republican Party. There's always going to be a latency between or from what changes amongst the people and how it's reflected in leadership. That's just the nature of it. And right now, we're witnessing that turmoil happen on the political stage, just as we're witnessing the dying gas gasps of legacy media in the face of these alternative platforms that are just outperforming. Well, it's sort of, it's sort of carving out – it's an opportunity, I think. It's an opportunity for people to – 
reach out and, and grasp and be representative of the huge people in the middle, because whether it's it's the war in Israel or the war in Ukraine, you've got the Democratic side and the Republican side on those far ends, the, the neocon and the neoliberal end, they agree we want more war. But there's a huge number of Americans that don't want war and want somebody to represent that. As you point out, like Trump uh, combining with uh, Tulsi Gabbard or Trump and RFK, there's an opportunity for actual legitimate unity here, unity of the people who are sick of war and sick of the adventurism and sick of our money being sent overseas versus the establishment who that's all they seem to do is start wars and send our money overseas. You know, and part of me wonders, too, and who knows if this has been the mentality for a while or if maybe this mentality still exists or exists today. It's that, OK, well, I'll tell you what, then. If you're not going to give us the $95 billion, then somebody's getting bombed, right? I mean, that that's yeah. kind of where the deep state and the military-industrial complex it's and all these it. proxy groups come yeah. into play, that the, the military-industrial complex, the deep state control is like, oh, you're not going to give us our $95 billion to launder? Well, then you know what? Somebody's getting bombed tomorrow. Right. It's 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 less of this being a warning about a threat, but it's a it's a threat. It's a threat from our uh Well, they openly say it now. I mean, yeah. Chuck Schumer goes up and says, sign this bill or you're going to war. Yeah, or yeah, uh, give us the border funding, or we're going to shut down deportations and you know let all the people go. They're, they are actually doing that because they didn't get the money they wanted. So now they're saying, okay, all the people that we were had in holding, or we're just going to let go because you didn't give us money to to keep them. So yeah, we're literally at war with our own government in a very real way. Yeah, our government is the greatest threat to national security, and yeah. it has been for a long time. And I think that that's what most people now see, and I think that that kind of leans into what you were saying earlier. If, if there's a way to describe. The neocon majority voter base becoming the MAGA majority voter base. I mean, that's the realization. We're patriotic. We love America. But to deal with the problems we're facing within our country internally is not anti-patriotic, right? That's that's what we need to do to save the country. I think that that's kind of the realization. It's not like, well, I'm a flag-waving American, so I I always support our wars, or I always support Congress or the president no matter what. Now it's, well, wait a second. I, I realize that Congress or the president or these wars, they don't represent me. They don't represent my country. They don't do anything to benefit me. And so now it's like that's kind of reshaping the Republican voter base. And, and really, it's not even about the Republican Party. It's a populist movement that's happening. Yeah, and you don't often see Democrats criticizing Republicans anymore, which I think is indicative of sort of the old hat Republicans being part of the uniparty more than this this MAGA base. You see Biden administration and other leaders coming specifically after MAGA Republicans. MAGA Republicans are extremists. MAGA Republicans are domestic terrorists. They like the Republicans and the neocons that play ball and, and give in all the time. They have no problem with the actual old Republican Party because they work together so nicely as this uniparty. What they hate is MAGA Republicans specifically. And, you know, I used to think, man, this country just needs a third party. And recently I've come to realize that we don't need a third party. We just need a second one. Well, <laughs> I, I think I think just I'm I'm very pragmatic when I look at politics, and that's that. The takeover of the Republican Party from the neocons is the answer. And I think that that's what we're seeing right yeah. now. Yeah. And we're, we're able to get a foot in the door with Donald Trump and then some of the Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, Rand Paul types where now the door is open and, and we can actually have this takeover of the Republican Party. And, and, and you know, you brought it up earlier. Let's say there's three problems. It's the, it's the Mick Republicans. Well, we already got rid of McCarthy. McConnell is he's done after this congressional session. I, I don't I don't see him being the leadership anymore. There's already grumblings 
in D.C. with the Republicans in the Senate. They got to get rid of McConnell. And then uh, McDaniel, you know, she's she's basically clinging on with one of her uh, fake nails to her position at the RNC. So she's going to be gone. So I think once you get rid of the Mick Republicans leading the party, again, I, I think there's hope that we can save this country politically. But then it gets down to the same thing. Oh, you're not going to give us ninety five billion. Somebody's getting bombed. So that's that's kind of the biggest concern. Now, we're about to open this up for your comments, questions, considerations on the X spaces happening right now at InfoWars on X. we got a lot of people listening in there, and we're going to be going to some of you shortly. We're also going to have a special report from Alex Jones coming up shortly as well. So this is all coming up shortly. Remember, everything we do here is brought to you by you shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. Fact, guys, I'm going to do a little shopping here. Can you guys pull up the storefront? I think I'm going to... I'm going to do a little shopping here. I think maybe I'm going to need to get some coffee. We'll get some coffee from InfoWarsStore.com. Or I don't know, maybe maybe my caffeine source should be a little TurboForce Plus, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. I could use a little brain force. There's big, big heavy conversations that are being had right now. Maybe I need some brain force plus from InfoWarsStore.com, 40% off that as well. I'm just going to need some energy for this. I'm going to need some energy and some focus. So I don't know. I think I'm going to, guys, let's put into, let's put some coffee in the cart. Let's put some Turbo Force Plus in the cart. Let's put some Brain Force Plus in the cart and let's get some energy. Let's get some focus for these important conversations that we're about to have on an X spaces with you in the audience. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com and it's your support there that keeps us on the air. So. Really, us just being on air is a victory. Us just being here is a victory. But the fact that we have you on with us, three of our hosts here in studio, Alex Jones cutting a special report, that's like massive victory. That's like light speed victory. Thanks to your support at InfoWarsStore.com. But, folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, then... I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. InfoWarsStore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress, but if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer Nitric Boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, Nitric Boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. 
Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Now back in stock and 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus. 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. Last year we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself to the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. The tip of the spear. It is the Alex Jones Show with Owen Troyer. We just spoke to Alex during the break. Project Excalibur. He has all the documents. It's more roundtable submission. I was going to say, how does that even work? Because <laughs> Knights of the InfoWars roundtable, Alex Jones comes in here literally with the Project Excalibur documents. I'm not even kidding you. He had the sword of Excalibur. He was wielding it. He's sure. shooting a special report right now. It's going to debut right here on the Alex Jones Show in T-minus one hour. So we are just absolutely loaded today with all this information. We're also about to go to the Twitter spaces where we're discussing this issue, your expertise, and and your response to the, this national security threat so that they can force feed another $95 billion into war. Uh, Chase is going to be handling this right here from the studio. Uh, so, so, Chase, go ahead and uh, start conducting. Yeah, so we're gonna we are gonna start taking speakers. It looks like there might be some dead air on the space right now. Uh, if the crew can take a look and make sure that the space is actually getting the audio signal, uh, please let me know. And what I'll do is I'll start um, uh, adding people as speakers. Here we go. There we go. We got it fixed. Thank you. And um, uh, we'll be taking your comments and questions. So just give me about a minute to give people some speaker access who have requested it. And then we will uh, pop in and make sure that uh, everything's working here in the space. You know, it's so great that Musk opened up X from like a 50% free speech platform to like maybe a 90% or something. I mean, nothing is perfect, 
But the fact that we're able to have this conversation on X and we're able to get the InfoWars content back on X and you're able to get Alex Jones' historical expertise with his encyclopedia of knowledge back on X, it, it's so key for moments like this. And, and And Harrison, this is why, whether it's the Democrats or anybody else throughout human history, this is why censorship is so important for power. Because when you have any opposition or any debate or even history, just history being brought up, the people in power that want to control the narrative and control the flow of information and, and money and power and influence, it hurts them. It, it, can, it can destroy them. And that's why censorship has been so important. And so total, right? You can have 99% censorship, but if that 1% truth cracks through, that's the crack in the dam that eventually leads to a total collapse. So it's important for them to have as much censorship as humanly possible. Because that one little, one little nugget of truth can, can break through and shatter the whole paradigm when you get to the level of deception that we're dealing with in, in the modern day. So and, and there's sort of multiple ways of that. There's, there's either total censorship where, you know, the lies that we're being fed are, are continuous and they, ha- they can't let anybody disagree or, or prove them wrong because it shatters the whole paradigm. Or there's soft censorship, which is sort of where I fear X is going now, where they don't, they don't eliminate accounts nearly as much as they used to, but they crush outreach. They crush your ability. So you can follow me, but my stuff's not going to show up on your feed. You can, they can follow you. Your stuff's not going to show up on the feed. So I, I think they sort of learned that censorship backfires with the uh, whatever effect the um, where, you know, you ban somebody and suddenly they get more popular. You try to hide a, an image and everybody spreads it everywhere. I think they learned that lesson. And so now the form of censorship that they're taking is more of a soft touch where you don't even know you're being censored. You just think you're unpopular because nobody's responding to you because nobody's actually seeing your stuff, even though it looks like they are. Well, and and no doubt there's still some of that shadow hand going on at X. I'm not sure how much Musk is aware of it or even has the time to look at it or deal with it, quite frankly. But I noticed that my old account, so I've got the new account at Owen Schroer 1776, which is where the majority of my content goes. I do more non-political stuff on my old account at All I Do Is Owen. But what's clear, they both have virtually the same amount of followers. It's like 148 and then 147. And But what's clear is that if you don't have a premium account, you basically have no traffic at all. So they right. want you to pay for the account. I guess that's understandable. But also, there's clearly a level of shadow banning that somehow still exists I don't know if Linda Yaccarino is running this or there's just, you know, old things that are still in the system mm-hmm. that haven't been cleared out. Or maybe there are some leftists kind of in there just playing their own hand because that's what they do. So there's no doubt that that's still going on. But to go from because because here's the other thing, too. It's it's like the YouTube phenomenon when yep. when Alex Jones was banned off of YouTube and when Infowars was banned off of YouTube. So many people just never tuned in again. Right. Now, we were still on air every day. We had to build our own platforms, and, and we did. And so we, we've kind of you know created our own ship that we can survive without it now. Thank God we're prepared for that. But it was like this weird phenomenon where it's just, I only go to YouTube. And if you're not on YouTube, then I'm not going there. Well, the same thing is kind of the case with X. People only go to X. They wake up in the morning, they go to X. They sit in their car, they go to X. They turn their car off or on, they go to X. You know, they sit down on the toilet, they go to X. But that's all they do is they always go to X. So now that we're back there, people are like, oh, InfoWars is back. Well, we never went anywhere, but but they're tuning in again. Yeah, no, and we, we were talking about this because there's something special about Spaces. Spaces is kind of unlike any other. It's different than the live streaming atmosphere. It's different than the radio atmosphere. The ability to interact, the ability to post your messages, the the ability to 
uh, sort of organize and, and bring people in. There's something very special about spaces. So I'm glad we're, we're taking advantage of it. But you're right. And I even fall into this where, you know, it'll be somebody that I watch continuously and then they get banned. And if it's not, if it's not shown to me, I forget it exists. I, you know, I don't go out and look for it. I'm just used to it being in my feed. So I watch something every day. And then if it's not in my feed, it's like I just forget it exists completely. So I understand it, but you're right. That totally happened where, we got kicked off of YouTube and people just thought we were gone. They just thought we disappeared into the ether and, uh, you know, never existed again. So it's, you know, as much as Elon Musk has sort of, cause we know the shadow banning has taken place. There was a compilation, uh, recently that, that I was a part of where it was showing that people with massive engagement, my engagement was up 90 something percent. Every other number was down massively, hundreds of, of points. Uh, meaning Shapiro that. effect. Yeah. Yeah. It, literally. So. Because I, you know, because people aren't being fed my stuff, they're just not seeing it. So we don't like that. We don't like some of the moves that Elon Musk has made very recently. Personally, I, I'm I'm not a big fan of censorship sort of working its way back into X. But what he's done so far, us getting our accounts back, being able to do this live, it's absolutely tremendous the amount of free speech that's on X compared to how it used to be just a couple years ago. Well, and it's going to become even more important now. This story hit the press yesterday, George Soros is about to take control of 220 of the most popular radio stations that are left out there. And and obviously, to an extent, radio is a dying medium. More people are using the Internet or apps or streaming platforms in their cars or even, you know, XM satellite radio than they were, say, 10, 20, definitely 30 years ago. So, I mean, talk radio AM, FM is, is not near the important medium as it once was, but it is still extremely important. I mean, my first big break in, in media came in talk radio. The first show I ever hosted was in talk radio on terrestrial stations. And, you know, same for Alex Jones. And so there is still a large audience there. Otherwise, George Soros would not have just spent $400 million to do so. And so, I mean, we're talking about the biggest cities and the most popular stations in those cities. From Atlanta, Dallas, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, Boston, Chicago, Philadelphia, St. Louis, and on and on and on. So, I mean, now these alternative platforms become even more important because there's still, I mean, talk radio probably overall as a medium is the most free speech platform that there is out there. I mean, as long as you can have an audience and, and either, you know, do, get your own sponsors or the sponsors of the station brings in, you usually, you can say pretty much whatever you want. I mean, there's still censorship on talk radio, obviously. But still, that's where a lot of this stuff can get through, and there's private ownership, there's local ownership. But now it's this group that just got bought off by George Soros. And so it might, you might see some change in content happen over the course of these years. But I think more importantly, what we're going to see, Harrison, is the propaganda that's going to be filtered into the breaks. Mm-hmm. There's just going to be propaganda every break. They're going to control the ad buys. They're going to control what groups are able to get onto the station and so there's a reason why Bezos and Soros and all these guys buy media networks. It's not to make money. It's to control information. A hundred percent. And these are big radio. Like these are radio stations that I've never lived in New York City, but I know, uh, you know, 1010 wins. Like I've just I've heard of that before. I mean, these are huge stations that have been around for uh, decades. And I, I listen to the local radio quite a bit because I find it's the best way to sort of find out what's going on in my city. You know, there's not a lot of locality when it comes to social media. I'm getting news from all over the world. But if I want to find out what's in Austin, I tune into my radio station and, uh, and you know, hear about events and, and festivals and that sort of thing. So 
incredibly powerful uh, weapon array just captured by the enemy forces under George Soros. All right, so we'll go to X Spaces then. Maybe that will replace uh, talk radio. Maybe you can have some free speech there. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. If you ever take one piece of my advice, it's get a bottle of X2. It's been sold out for over a year because we wouldn't cut corners and because it's so hard to produce. We finally have a limited run back in supply at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people have serious issues. Look at the UN zone numbers. Billions have cognitive disabilities because they do not have true nascent iodine in their bodies. Most of the other iodine is bound to other heavy metals or bound to other elements so you don't download it. But this is pure atomic certified iodine. X2 is now back in stock, discounted. So I'm giving Thanksgiving right now for this product being here. It funds the info war, but I guarantee you, you take this for a few weeks, you will feel the difference. It is amazing. It's the missing link X2 back in stock at the end of 2023 at InfoWarsStore.com. X2. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now... We have brought back the coffee, and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best-tasting, best-smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game-changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund our operation, a 360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape to Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wake Up America. And finally, the best-tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious. And you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are. And that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity 
and then there's mass sterilization that's already taking place. They're cutting off all the major energy sources. is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around, because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Here live in studio, it's the Alex Jones Show. Owen Sawyer hosting today. I've got Harrison Smith, Chase Geyser with us, and a special report coming up from Alex Jones momentarily. We're trying to get this X spaces up, having some technical difficulties, so we'll give you an update on that. M- meanwhile, though, you know this illegal immigrant issue is—I mean, I feel like this thing is about to fall off a cliff because. It really has re, I mean, th- this whole notion that, oh, well, it's asylum seekers or it's people just looking for a better life and all that. Folks, we, we now are importing massive gang activity and violent criminals. And I already had some news about this on my desk, but, but I mean, just listen to this stuff. Rapes, robberies and shootouts at Darien Gap as Biden border crisis spreads chaos. I, I mean, now this is all commonplace. Just, just raping and, and robbing and, and killing people. Just, oh, it's just normal activity. It's, just, it's Mad Max. I mean, it's literally Mad Max. James O'Keefe has to extract his undercover journalist after being held at gunpoint inside human trafficking camp. So, you know, they got guns. They're holding people hostage, I guess. And then who could have predicted this? I mean, seriously, who could have seen this coming? One of the... Young individuals that assaulted that police officer in New York City that got released has been arrested again. What? Illegal immigrant that was arrested in cop beating and released next day. Arrested again for robbing a Macy's. He'll be out again tomorrow. Guarantee it. And there was another while while Harrison, while you respond to this, guys, just give me B-roll of clip 19. You had another mob of illegal immigrants attacking a police officer, this time with a machete. This is gang activity. 110%, this is gang activity on top of, obviously, it being criminal activity. But there you go, Harrison. The the same guy that they arrested and released the next day robbed a Macy's. Well, why wouldn't he? I mean, you beat a cop and you get away with it. Robbing a Macy's is nothing compared to light work. beating an NYPD officer. So, yeah, I mean, the, well, what do you expect? You don't punish people for crimes. They keep committing crimes. I know, I know this is like a shocking revelation to most people in charge of our uh, law enforcement these days. But, you know, it's not just it's not just the gangs. I mean, these things, the, these cartels are infiltrating. It's going to eventually be I mean, you're talking about a million people a month, nine hundred eighty eight thousand people. This year, as in 2024, as no, in it's absurd. One month, it's that's uh, Mark McGuire on pace to hit 700 home runs in a season. Yeah, it's it's beyond any record you can even imagine. And by the way, there's no shortage of my. There's never going to be a point where it's like, okay, we've taken a hundred million. Now they've run out. You know, it's like we could take a million immigrants for the next a thousand years. There would still be billions of people in the third world. 
There's yep. no shortage. Yep. So so when does this end? Uh, you know, does it only end when America becomes as bad as the places that they're fleeing? So there's no incentive to come to America because that's where we're headed. And, you know, there's a reason that America isn't Mexico. American isn't uh, America isn't Colombia. You know, no offense to these countries. They're, they're beautiful places. And, uh, you know, the, the people in the vast majority are, are great. But, you know, there's there's a thing. Last time I was down in Mexico, there was a painting and it was a police officer sitting there with a, holding a a bitten apple because they have this thing called the bite and it's just that little bribery that you know to expect anytime you want to do anything you get pulled over by the cop you might get a ticket but you're definitely going to be shaken down for a bribe you try to start a business you're going to have to pay the taxes normally but you're also going to have to pay a little bit for whoever is is you know running it in your town so there's this there's this acceptance of corruption or this pervasive corruption in places like Mexico which again god bless them I'm not you know I wish it wasn't like that. I definitely don't want America to be like that. And the more that we become less American, the more that we become uh, like corrupt places that these people are supposedly fleeing. And of course, they're not asylum seekers. They're not refugees. They're just not. Okay, it's not. It's not a question. It's not a debate. Uh, these are lay. These are magical words. It's like open sesame. You just you say the magical word and you get to come into the country. Uh, it's and they're taught the magical words by Democrat attorneys. It's uh, all funded in these bills. At this point, you just click the magic word on the app, and it says you're an asylum seeker all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, and and here's – because, look, illegal immigrants committing crimes is no new story. Illegal immigrants raping, robbing, killing, it's no new story. But it's, a, it's an ever-increasing phenomenon, but it's still a, more of a rare occurrence, you might say. It should be a zero occurrence, right. but it's still more of a rare occurrence. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I think this calendar year – this story is going to take off. I think it is now going to be a common, I mean like daily, where you're going to have illegal immigrants raping, robbing, and killing. Yeah. That's how many they're bringing in, but but it's just that they're clearly importing gangs is what's going on here. Gangs are now getting into this country because everything you're seeing from these uh, youths that are coming in is 100% gang-affiliated activity. Beating police officers, jumping in when your friend is getting robbed, robbing stores. These are gang initiations. These are gang codes. So this is only going to get worse. And and now that they know they're above the law, I mean, who knows? All hell could break loose in some of these communities where you have thousands of these illegal immigrants. They could be gang members. Because look what we just saw in El Salvador. It was shocking. When you saw all the gang members that got arrested and put in the prisons, you were like, oh, my gosh, there's that many? Yeah, there's that many. And by the way, there's more. They're just not committing crimes anymore because they know they're going to get arrested. Well, now they know, well, if this is the new standard in Central America, we got to go to the United States where we get protected by law enforcement. Well, and the, the mainstream media calls uh, Bukele a, a dictator for what he's doing. So maybe these MS-13 members, gang members, could claim asylum on the basis of they'll be arrested by the dictator Bukele if we don't let them in. As absurd as that sounds... It's not absurd at all. I mean, they're literally doing it. Well, and this kind of leads me into this shooting again that happened at the parade. I'm a little confused at how little information we're able to get on these shooters. Now, there have been some conflicting reports that came out. I am not convinced of any of it yet because they're conflicting and some of it has even been proved to be not accurate. But you know they have the information on these shooters. Why they're not releasing it to the public is another question, and I'm not going to leap to any conclusions or assumptions, but it's odd. They Oh, well, we, we, we still don't know everything. We're still learning more about the shooters. What do you mean? They know exactly everything about the shooters. They already brought them in. So, I mean, what what's the deal there? Uh, I'm not insinuating that they were illegal immigrants, but maybe that's why they're not oh, that's uh, admitting it. 
So you had this shooting at the Super Bowl parade. If it wasn't for a, some of the Kansas City Chiefs fans there celebrating, who knows how bad it could have gotten. They apprehended the, the killers, the shooters. Uh, there were, uh, there was at least one death, others in critical condition. A couple of children were hit by bullets as well. But it's just, oh, police probe motive of gunfire, and, and we still don't know anything about the individuals. Well, yeah, you do, but you're just not releasing it to the public. So here come the Democrats. Joe Biden, yesterday's events in Kansas City should move us into action. We need to ban assault weapons. Well, that's just, okay, what's an assault weapon? It could be a hammer. It could be a baseball bat. Well, and also, I mean, did these guys use assault weapons? This is this is the frustrating thing is they'll point to things – They'll point to this, which I don't think they were assault weapons that were used. So they'll take an event where pistols are used and they'll say, see, that's why we need to ban assault weapons. Or they'll take the stats where they'll show, look how many gun deaths uh, occur. We have to ban rifles and assault weapons. And it's like, okay, but 99% of those statistics that you're showing me were handguns. So you're showing me a problem and then you're offering a solution that does not address that problem at all because it's not about addressing the actual problem. It's about disarming Americans from our Second Amendment. Democrat. Governor of California, we need to pass constitutional amendment against guns. What happened to unalienable? What happened to shall not be infringed? The other the other side of this story, though, Harrison, is that in the last couple months, we've watched six trans LGBTQ ideology shooters shoot up schools, shoot up churches. And not one of these responses from the Democrats, not one of these responses from the liberal media gun grabbers. But as soon as it's not clearly a leftist indoctrinated shooter, they jump on it and they say, see, we need to take away the Second Amendment. But they ignored it when it was their own people targeting Christians, targeting white people. They ignored it when it was the LGBTQ trans people that they wound up and and made psychotic enough to go shoot people. You know, one of the big stories from I think it was last year that didn't get nearly enough attention was the guy who went into the bank, I want to say in like Louisville or somewhere and shot it up. And he was literally a leftist that was like, I'm going to go cause a shooting because I want gun control. I mean, he was literally shooting people in order to create the panic to bring about gun control. So it has so much more to do with the composition of our society, the collapse of our social cohesion, of the rampant crime that is gutting our inner cities, that is devastating families across the nation. We can deal with this at a root issue. It's not the guns that are the problem. And at the end of the day, it's about whether or not you're a free human with the dignity to arm yourself or whether you are a slave and a subject uh, at the at the uh, whim of your of your betters cuz a lot of people will make fun of it they'll say oh you know you gra- you gun grabbers you know you'll never actually do anything it's just this fantasy huh. yeah, yeah maybe, right and maybe but the people in charge no they already are, are they're very scared of the american there's a there's a reason that australia was put into covid camps and we weren't and it's because we wouldn't have stood for it and australia is disarmed this All is right. still a very important aspect to the equation that they run. All right. Second hour of the Alex Jones Show complete. Are we on space? We're good. What, what do you think is going to happen here? We fixed it. It was a technical issue. We'll be taking speakers. You had to, next, you had to go into the hour. Matrix. You yeah. had to go into the Tron code. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation. The root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. 
And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. 29 years on air, all I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves, unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people. We don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic B complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy. The strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. All right, we've done it. Uh, Chase Geyser had to Tron himself and go into the Twitter X spaces coding to get this worked out. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're good to go now. I believe we're up on spaces. Do, do you want to start going to people right now, Chase, on the issue of uh, Russian space nukes? And we got a report from Alex Jones coming up in half an hour. Yeah, sure. So Matt is in the control room, sitting where I usually sit, moderating the spaces for Alex Jones. And if he wants to begin adding people as speakers and inviting them to speak, I invite him to do so. And just make sure to request. If you're in the space, make sure to request. Yeah. And raise your uh, hand. That always helps, too. So we know that you want to. So while they're working on that, I'll just let Matt uh, ping me uh, or, or say something in our ears when, when they're ready to begin broadcasting the speakers. But you should be able to grant access to those who have requested it, and then uh, we can invite them to speak. Truth, not fiction. Truth, not fiction? Go ahead and unmute yourself. Hey, Chase, mutual friend of Matt Couch. Uh, awesome. Owen, I'm, gra- I'm <clears throat> glad to see that you're uh, finally doing what you're good at and you're not in the Louisiana gulag anymore. <laughs> and uh, Arison Smith, I uh, can't say enough about you. But listen, everything the mainstream media says is the exact opposite. Look what they did to Tucker Carlson. He's now the world-renowned journalist of the world and uh, a lot of influence from the info war. But, uh, you know, we have to be cautious. I'd like to talk to Alice Jones, but they are definitely trying to derail the 2024 election and uh, appreciate everything you guys do for uh, aiding that effort to derail that. No point intended with all the derailments. Tip to Nick Sorter. By the Thanks. way, there might have been another one in uh, D.C. We're hearing there's some smoke coming out of a subway tunnel. Yeah, uh, apparently uh, 
smoke billowing out of the D.C. subway system. They say it's either a, tra- a train derailment or an explosion of some sort. That just broke a couple minutes ago. We don't have too many details on that, but it's every day. It's Our every cities day. are falling apart, but we got all the money we need for Ukraine and Israel for the till the end of time. What is it about the tunnels in 2024? And <laughs> is it a tunnel year? Is it the year of the tunnel in China <laughs> or somewhere else? But uh they also just came out. There was a statement. Guys, plug this in. Somebody just came out and said that, that, it, that soon the U.S. government, it's already all in the books. It's just the number hasn't hit yet, that the U.S. government is going to be $54 trillion in debt. I mean, this is clown money. Well, when money isn't real and doesn't exist, uh, it turns out you can print as much as you want forever. That's completely insane. And, you know, there was a funny thing. Uh, I responded. Actually, uh, there was a video from yours, Owen, that I played on the show yesterday. And I think you were responding to Tucker Carlson at the World Government Summit saying, you know, Russia has these beautiful cities. Japan has these beautiful cities. You go to Dubai or Singapore. It's these beautiful, clean, wonderful cities. And it just puts into perspective how fallen and collapsed America is. And somebody responded to that saying, well, that's just because in Russia all the oligarchs have depleted the the rural areas and, and have made their cities nice for themselves. And it's like, have you been to an American rural town it's as depleted as you can possibly get. I mean, it's there's nothing more depressing than driving through some small town that you can tell was once vibrant and full of life, and it's just nothing anymore. There's like a liquor store and a and a cash checking place. So our cities, our rural towns, have been destroyed in the same way that I'm sure Russia has as well. But our cities don't even uh, are awful. They're terrible. But, but imagine that cope. Like you're basically admitting that. Russian cities are great, but but you're still like, no, but Russia's still the bad guy. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. What's interesting to me is if you look at architecture before the first bomb went off, it was this sort of beautiful, magnificent sort of facilities built by different nations. So even architecture built by the but by Britain in India was was beautiful. But after the bomb went off, it's like, oh, people are cheap. And so now we have like DM, DMVs. With, yeah, you know, that, that's a really heavy debate that I'd love to have sometime. And thank you for weighing in here, Truth Not Fiction. When we come back, long segment, we're going to get at least three, four, five people in on the X spaces to weigh in on uh, Russian space news, real, fake. Is it just they want more money? What's the story here? But, folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsShore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, Infowarstore.com. Dot com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the info war. And now your host, Owen Troyer. We're back here, third hour of the Alex Jones Show, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. By the way, we're going to be getting a special report from Alex Jones. 
the real story about Russian space nukes and the classified documents from Project Excalibur. So the InfoWars Knights of the Roundtable magic continues here on this Thursday, February 15th transmission. But we're live on X Spaces, and we're going to be hearing from you there. And so we go back to X Spaces. We have uh, one of our great crew members conducting it from the control room. Go ahead. Let us know who's up next. Hey, we got JP in the X Space. JP, go ahead and unmute your mic and go ahead and uh, let us know what's on your mind. Hey, how's it going? Um, you know, you guys were just talking about all these buildings in, in Europe and all these buildings all over. And World War II, they bombed a lot of these buildings, right? These are those buildings that have 30-foot doors. They have these mm-hmm. organs that were detuned to play deep, ominous tunes. I mean, these buildings seem like they're not built by man, but maybe Tartarians. And it's and Ukrainian thing, all lies in the old Silk Road is where Tartaria lied. So, I mean... Lots of little interesting things going on with this whole Ukrainian situation and Tartaria and all these buildings everybody keeps talking about. Well, you know, I mean, this is the fun thing about opening up to the audience is that uh, we're always able to really stay on track with the subject material. <laughs> uh, no, JP, this is, I mean, look, I was just saying this to Chase before the break and, and Harrison. This is such an interesting conversation. Um, I mean, to me, it's not just about what may or may not have been in Ukraine, but you've got the megaliths all through South America. You've got the sarcophagus. In the islands of Sardinia, I mean, when we look at human history, we're obviously lied to about it. There's 100% no doubt we're lied to about human history. And, and a lot of that is to feed into the uh, false theory of human evolution. We were created by God, and, and who knows what other kind of intelligent life forms or whatever kind of creatures of God may have been here before us as well. But, I, you know, I, I kind of want to lean in more to what you were talking about because you said it, Chase, before the first bomb dropped. I mean – we used to build beautiful, ornate structures. I mean, we it, just universal beauty in structure, in architecture, and it's gone now. Yeah. Well, and one of the theories is that after the after the nuclear bomb, that was when you started seeing governments all over the world shift from building these impressive sort of awe-inspiring structures to the cheap sort of DMV structures that we see with the broken chairs and the crummy linoleum tiles and the, the the leaks in the ceiling tiles as well. I mean, we've gone from a, a species who builds things to last beyond our generation to a species that acts as if any generation could be the last generation of the species. Yeah, JP, you were going to expand on that. Oh, yeah. Look at pictures of New York City pre-1900. I mean, we're talking these people had hand carts and hand tools, but yet they're building these beautiful buildings out of brick and all of these things. I mean, you could look at World's Fair and you could look at what Nikola Tesla did in the World's Fair with just tower, just that tower of light that he built when transformers weren't powerful enough back then to power that much light. I mean, all of these things and all of these clues and, and we're learning about frequency and vibration and all of that and all the Tesla technology which in my opinion is just Tesla rediscovering Tartarian technology and the frequency and vibration and how important it is. Well, and a lot of people, they might not know what you mean when you say Tartarian and, and, you know, maybe they'll understand it better if you talk about ancient Egypt and stuff like that. But, but I think that what is observable is that yes, we don't build these beautiful ornate structures anymore. It's undeniable. Why? And, and, you know, there is a common thread here, Harrison. 
what do what do terror groups do or occupying groups do or conquering groups do a lot of times when they move into a new territory? They destroy what was there before them. Mm-hmm. And so we see a lot of this in the Middle East. We see this happening in America. There was just a group that um, defecated the United States Constitution. A, a leftist group of climate protesters defecated the United States Constitution yesterday at the National Archives. Now, obviously, it's in a very protected case that only Nicolas Cage could find a way to steal. <laughs> but I think that, you know, well, if you it, want to get deep into this, yeah. I mean, it's like maybe that was architecture built by angels. Maybe that was architecture built by people more pure, closer to God's original creation intent for us. And now we have all these demons here coming here, destroying it. Well, there's there's a couple aspects to this. It, it's about crushing the human spirit. Uh, the old uh, architecture was very deliberately designed to uplift humanity, to represent right. something greater than ourselves, to uh, pull us up out of the mire and try to, you know, symbolize what we might think heaven is like. I mean, that's that's why these people design these things. That's why I mean, that's how the Greek architecture was uh, designed specifically as well. So there's an aspect of purposeful dehumanization, and you know, the the best example is when they show, you know. A prison from 1800, and it looks like the most beautiful building you've ever seen, versus a high school today, and it looks like a you know concrete block. It's dehumanizing. And another image that always comes to my mind is there's somebody who took their cubicle at work that's usually gray and beige and drab and horrifying, and they just dressed it up to look like uh, the inside of a study. And it's all wood paneled, and there's a there's a little stuffed animal that uh, looks like it's mounted on the wall. And suddenly this sort of dehumanizing cubicle box where you sit and work like a bug, it's nice. It's human. It it feels good. So just because something is small doesn't mean it has to feel oppressive. Just because, you know, uh, we have to build a lot of buildings for a lot of people. So the Klaus Schwab pods can be dressed up? They, they can be That's very exactly nice. They, they, can, they, can, they can also be uplifting. But the point is that there's a reason they choose everything being gray and beige and drab. It's because it's oppressive. It's because it crushes the human spirit. And that's deliberate. It's sort of a communistic, uh, as you sort of put it out, an invasion of our cultural heritage. And, you know, there's the term globo homo, the globo homo empire. And people think that has to do with homosexuality. It's global homogenized. It's about everybody being homogenized. You take a picture of a city street and you can't tell whether it's Timbuktu or, or Berlin. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, eliminating legitimate cultural human diversity and crushing people into one uh, formless mass that can be taken advantage of because they, they have nothing to aspire to. I, I By think the way, it's purposeful. I went and visited the jail. It's no longer an operating prison that Shawshank Redemption was shot in. It mm. really is like a freaking castle. Right. Do they have the tunnel still? It's all still there, but you can only access so much of it. But, I mean, really, it's like a castle. I mean, it's a freaking yeah. awesome structure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just every prison movie that takes place before 1920, these facilities. The government didn't want to build facilities back then that they were going to be embarrassed about it. It was almost like a pride thing. Even if you go back to ancient Greece and ancient Rome, a lot of their their famous sort of buildings, whether they were entertainment-related or whether they were religious-related, were actually funded by notable individuals within the community. It wasn't like they taxed everybody income tax and then paid for it like we do today. It would be some Elon Musk-type person of ancient Greece that was just like, I'm going to build this racetrack. And or, they, they didn't want it to be embarrassing because it was it was supposed to be like, you know, their hospital wing, so mm-hmm. to speak, right? Or like, the, or like the libraries that Carnegie built mm-hmm. in New York City. I mean, those are the most beautiful buildings in the world, and it was about you know, a responsibility that he had almost a, 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 blessed, a, a noblesse oblige, right? The obligation of the noble to leave behind something beneficial for everybody, not just gather it to himself. So Trump it is. Tower. 
It's like, like the beauty of Trump Tower, exactly. Well, he did buy – he ended up selling it, uh, but what used to be Trump International D.C., another beautiful building. All oh, right, gorgeous. JP, thank you for that uh, interesting starter there. Uh, Matt, let's go to another uh, individual on our X Spaces live right now on X. Hey, we've got Real American in the space. Real American, go ahead and unmute your mic. Let's hear what you have to say. Yes, hold on. I think I have a beat on that spaceship coming over. <laughs> no, no, that's a big red, it's a big red helium balloon. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, they just found like eight Chinese spy balloons over Taiwan, I think, last week or something. That would be what I would suspect. If there's anything, a uh, nuclear spaceship is probably China's or ours. And they made us want to try to use it to blame it on Russia. You know, they're desperate for whatever they can come up with right now. So I don't believe anything they say, just to be completely honest. Well, why just, would you? Uh, the intelligence community's lied to us our entire lives. I couldn't even think of something they told me that was honest, actually. Exactly. I think every president we've had since Kennedy, except for Reagan, was already put in. They put them in. I, don't, I think Reagan was a mistake and Trump was a mistake. Well, you know, Reagan. Otherwise, I, I think they. Can. Actually, I actually have some interesting uh, personal anecdote. So, there's a a guy in Houston who major libertarian donor has been for decades and decades. He's he's an older guy now, healthiest dude you'll ever meet because he drinks apple cider vinegar all day. But he's helped Infowars quite a bit, and he's helped uh, Ron Paul get his start. He told me that in the 80s he was a big fan of Reagan, and he he told Reagan, "I'm going to give you a lot of money for your campaign. You just can't have George H. W. Bush as your vice president." He knew that was an option. He said, "You can't have that. He's a terrible guy. So don't have George H. W. Bush." And Reagan told him, "Yeah, no problem. I don't like Bush anyway. We're not going to have him." Came back to him like a week later and said, "They say it has to be Bush." So I think that's what happened with Reagan. Is they. Whoever they is, right? The, the, and then they tried to kill Reagan. And then they shot him in the gut. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think you're right about Reagan being a fluke and they had a, uh, they had a way of dealing with him. Un- unfortunately for them, he survived and, uh, and, so. and boy, did they make sure there was never any more Reagan, uh, populist victory in a presidential election ever again. You know, when I think about our, our recent history, whether it's JFK or, or Reagan, or, or others. It's, it's gotten to the point almost where if if you don't get assassinated, it's because you didn't try hard enough. You know, I told my <laughs> oh, wife, like, man. you know, how the or maybe like, the censorship or the lawsuit first. Right, then, right. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's where it starts, man. But we're on the, we're on the way. But if I don't get assassinated, I'm gonna feel like I didn't fight hard enough because it's getting to that point where everything is so corrupt that that's what they do to people. They kill you. And they're doing everything they can with Trump, in my opinion, to kill him without literally killing him because they know literally killing him is going to have astronomical amount of blowback. But I think as a last resort, I don't think it's wild speculation to think that something terrible might happen to him. I'm worried about it. Well, the good news is, like you said, and and who knows, I'm sure that some people would love to see Trump no longer in the picture. But really, there's so many other populist leaders waiting in the wings, like a Vivek Ramaswamy, That um, they know that it would actually just enhance the flavor of Trump, even if he wasn't there. Uh, Real American, thank you for weighing in. Matt, let's take uh, our next uh, individual on X Spaces. Next up, we've got the Punch Bowl. Punch Bowl, go ahead and uh, unmute your mic. What's going on? I ain't going to bring up no Tartaria. I was going to go and say that uh, this um, the story is broke by mainstream media, so... When, when I was in the military, we trained to fight Russians, a Cold War uh, doctrine. 
So uh, you think the mainstream media is running, running to uh, keep the narrative with Russia after after Tucker Carlson's interview. But whatever sauce you guys got on the nukes, I mean, I'm all game for it. But well, I'm we're going to hear from Alex on that coming up in about uh, 15 minutes. You know, but you bring up the Cold War, and I mean, credit to Obama because I would agree with him when he was debating Mitt Romney. In the presidential election of 2012, he called Romney out for his Cold War era policies. And I, and I quite frankly think Obama was right about that. Whether he meant it or not is a different story, but we hear Colonel McGregor making the same references. I don't understand it. I don't understand why Americans are clinging to this Cold War era foreign policy. I understand why Washington DC is. I understand why the Pentagon is and NATO is. It, that's about money and power, but why? But why Americans are is a different story, Punchbowl. Yeah, so, so what, I, what I'm seeing here is that we really don't know what Russia is, right? We, we have to follow this narrative that Russia bad, right? <laughs> Even if you're on, on the left, you know Russia's bad. On the right, we're like, oh, what the hell? You know, we, we don't know which direction to follow with this. But I'm, I'm sorry, after Tucker's uh, interview, he, he put a whole bunch of conspiracies that we've been talking about for three to four years, five, six years, kind of put him, he aligned with them all. You know, you think, hey, who's your president? Your president's not in charge. I don't think it's it's a coincidence that that interview happened a week before this bombshell report has leaked about Russian nukes. I think Putin knew that this was going to happen, that they were, that the deep state here was planning it. And that's one of the reasons why he elected to have that conversation with Tucker as um, at the time that he did. Well, I'll say, going back to Obama, remember, it was under Obama that Hillary Clinton went over there with the reset button. Y'all remember that? She had the reset button, and it was all – because this is the way that the globalists work. It's, it's kind of like like how vampires work. You know, First, they'll offer to let you come along willingly, and then if you don't, that's when they activate the warfare, right? So I think under Obama, it was like, no, we're friends with Russia. Come along with us. Join the globalist combine. And then when Russia refused that and said no, they went, oh, okay, now we're playing dirty. And man, the the most important part, I think, uh, Punchbowl just hit the nail on the head. It was the fact that Putin was like, presidents would say one thing, and we would agree, and then they'd come back two hours later and say, uh, "Gee, actually, I, we can't do that anymore." Obviously, the president is not the one making the decision at the end of the day, and it almost, I got the feeling that it was like the people in charge, the intelligence agencies, I'm sure, the State Department, these permanent deep state bureaucrats, they almost wanted to keep Russia in the wing as like. Because they always need an enemy. They can't have world peace. They can't have all the com- all the countries getting you know getting together. So even though there was no reason to exclude Russia from NATO, no reason to exclude Russia from cooperation with the missile program, they they just they didn't want to make Russia too friendly because they needed them in the wing as a potential enemy later. Well, remember that was part of the equation why the deep state hated Trump so much because he wouldn't listen to the intelligence communities. And, and they wrote all these articles crying and bitching and moaning about how Trump wouldn't listen to the intelligence communities. Yeah, because he wanted to be the president of the United States. Like he wanted to be the chief executive. He knew he could only trust himself. And so that was their big beef was like, "Oh, well gee, remember Chuck Schumer with the big gangster mafia threatening message on MSNBC?" You go against the intelligence communities. They got six ways a Sunday of getting back at you. I'm dirty, dirty Chuck Schumer. I'm going to get you a country into war. I'm glad that Anna Paulina Luna wrote the Schumer bill, meaning if you sign the country into war, you go first, Chuck. But so that was always a beef of theirs. So, I mean, have the intelligence communities really been running the country? 
Well, and remember, the first thing Trump did when he got into office, the first thing he did on Inauguration Day, he went to the CIA headquarters and went right into their lobby and stood there and gave him a speech going, I'm your president now. I'm in charge. That was a signal to them saying, first of all, I'm not your enemy. But second of all, I'm going to walk right into your HQ and there's nothing you can do about it because I'm the boss now and you have to listen Obviously, to me. they loved it. And they, well, they, they, <laughs> well, they didn't were like, get the well, message. yeah, we've they been spying on you for two years. That's right. such a relief, Donald. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming by. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, more, but more of like a power move, more of like a, yeah. hey, I know you guys yeah. have been screwing with me. But I just won this election, so I'm in charge now. Oh, I'm I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and thank you for the for the way in here, Punch Bowl. I'm telling you, the big thing that some people are starting to see now, it's kind of like if you can read between the lines. The whole Trump documents raid was they are looking for the documents Trump has on the Obama spy ring. That's what this is. Trump has the documents. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. They're panicked that he has the documents. And they know that all the dirt from the Obama administration crimes and all the names and individuals and and illegal actions that took place involving that, they know Trump has those goods and they're panicked if he releases those to the public. And if he gets back in office, he's going to declassify them. So it kind of all goes back in. Trump is like, I mean, Trump says he does this to everybody. He's like, look, leave me alone. Just leave me alone, and I won't expose you damn crooks and criminals. But fine, now it's like, okay, the game of chicken, we're like two inches apart. All right, Matt, let's take another uh, individual on X. Next up, we've got Phil. Philip Grillo, go ahead and unmute your mic. How you doing, guys? I just wanted to first off uh, get a plug. Um, products are amazing. Like, I'm, I take bodies and... Rainforest and super vitality mail that needs to come back here soon. Um, but this whole Russia thing is a complete psyop. They want us to keep focusing our hate towards Russia and what Russia is doing. Meanwhile, Russia is just trying to get order of what used to be in their country, put an end to Nazis and, uh, denazify Ukraine. Meanwhile, we're supporting Ukraine. So. We can see our inheritance being stolen by this fraudulent government that is running under uh, this guise of law when they aren't themselves acting lawfully. They're actually working legally, but not lawfully. There is a difference. I encourage everybody to get themselves a copy of the uh, Black's Law Dictionary. Start learning your rights. Uh, get yourself a copy of the USC codes and really start reading all these different codes that they have put in place for us to live under their system. But I'll yield and give the floor to whoever else needs to weigh in. And God bless and thank you for what you're doing. All right, Philip. Thank you, Matt. Let's go to the next. Our next speaker up to bat. We've got Lala. Lala, go ahead and unmute your mic. Let's hear what you got to say. Hi, guys. Um, I think Philip said things very perfectly. It's just another division tactic. And we need to be, like, concentrating more on things like what happened in Maui. Same thing happened in Chile now. Where are these planes leaving from? Where are they going to? Things like this, because... What happened in Maui has happened in Chile. It was the same thing in California. So we need to stop looking at all the division tactics and like focus where things we can actually see. I've never seen a nuke, but I've seen these fires with the blue roofs and the blue roofs and all that was the same in Chile. So yeah, I just want to say that. And Philip, excellent points. You guys want to respond to that? 
Uh, no, I think you're right. I haven't looked as much into Chile as I as I probably should. Can you maybe tell us a little bit about that? Obviously, we looked a lot into Maui, and we we were some of the we were actually probably the first to break uh, the fact that that there was something suspicious about the Maui fires because on the day it happened, we had a caller from Maui who was saying that his air conditioning was burning while the bush around his air conditioning wasn't, uh, you know, pointing to some unnatural fire activity. Uh, but Chile exhibiting some of the same suspicious things, Lala. Yeah, Chile, it was the same thing. It was the blue, a blue house was completely untouched and the trees around it, of course, were untouched. Um, it was the exact same thing. Cars incinerated. I haven't been able to find out if they were trapped in by the authorities the same way yet. I haven't found that out. But it seemed like it was hard for a lot of people to escape because there was, again, pileups and pileups of cars that were trying to escape. And you could see somehow they couldn't get out of the right area. So the blue thing, again, was really a major red flag. All right. Let's try to squeeze one more individual in before we go to break and hear from Alex on the other side. Uh, Matt, let's get one more in. All right. It looks like we've got Michael Sullivan. Michael Sullivan, we just made you a speaker. Go ahead and take your mic off. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, Well, I think we're all kind of shooting in the dark until Alex's report as far as Russia and and the satellites. But as far as the greatest threat, man, I I would have to say us. And I am so ashamed to have to say that. Mm. But since we've been kind of taken over, you know, like I said uh, with Chase earlier, Klaus Schwab boasts that he's taken over half the governments of the world. We have to look at ourselves. We got to take the the forest out of our own eye, and we've got Klaus Schwab taking over the Democrats and the rhinos. And and well, well, let me just just, just pause right there because let's not even go into Klaus Schwab. And, And I appreciate you bringing this up, Michael, because here's here's the element of truth. I can be told how bad Russian leadership is, or this leadership, or that leadership. Well, okay, that might be true. It might not. I got. A psychotic Chuck Schumer. I, I got a psychotic Lindsey Graham. I have psychos in the media calling for genocide. No, you're right. We have our own problems here that I know of in my front yard, in my backyard. Yeah, it's like it's like that old quote, uh, the, the black guy going, no, no Vietnam ever called me the N word. No, no Vietnamese ever, you know, no uh, Russian ever tried to make my kid trans. Chase? Yeah, it, it's absolutely crazy. What I, what I said the other day is that we shouldn't trust Putin as much as we trust our own politicians. We should distrust our own politicians as much as we distrust Putin. There you go. All right. Report from Alex Jones on Russian space nukes coming up on the other side of this break. Stay right there. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillaries, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer Nitric Boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, Nitric Boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. 
Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you're having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new faster absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com. 29 years on air. All I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist. And I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate, and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methylfolate with high quality organic complex this stuff is rocket fuel it's not a stimulant it energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it it's so insane it's foundational energy the strongest formula out there at infowarsstore.com it doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants it energizes you get foundational energy now We are in the middle of a crude and ugly communist revolution funded by the big banks as a battering ram into a new age digital economy and a total surveillance state. All branches of government are attacking we the people and they offer us only one option, a meaningless vote in a rigged election. What we can do is be prepared and you can support the Infowar by shopping at Infowarstore.com for products to help you through good times and bad. And you can share the videos at band.video. Our best hope still is, and always has been, a mass awakening. So download the videos, share them, upload them, and send them everywhere. Let the world unite for truth, justice, and 1776 worldwide. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Are the globalists preparing a nuclear-triggered EMP false flag to be blamed on Russia? You bet your ass they are. Here, an artist's projection of the president's vision into space, a layered defense to protect the country from nuclear devastation. U.S. spy satellites would watch the world below, detect Soviet missiles blasting off, compute the position and speed of each missile, alert battle stations in space on Earth. Is Russia developing nuclear-powered lasers? Are they deploying them in space? And the answer is undoubtedly yes. 
But guess who was doing this even back in the 1970s? And it perfected it by the 1980s and 90s. The United States. And as usual, everybody's running around, even mainstream media, governments, acting like they don't know what's going on to scare the public. When there's a very... Exactly what's going on with the United States, Russia, China, and other governments. So I'm about to break down what's really happening in space straight ahead. The first response. Space-based kinetic energy weapons fire high-speed projectiles from hypervelocity guns, intercepting enemy missiles as they are boosted through the atmosphere. Popped up into space. Earth-based nuclear-powered X-ray lasers fire their radioactive rays. Attack rays from land-based Exomer lasers are redirected by huge mirrors orbiting in space. Chemical lasers fire beams that burn through the shell of the onrushing missile. Particle beam weapons with pulsing rays join the attack. Still over the atmosphere, the missile bus ejects its cargo. Multiple nuclear warheads. Ronald Reagan popularized Star Wars or the Strategic Defense Initiative in the 1980s, but it was really going on since the 1960s. And by the 1970s, it's declassified. The United States have powerful lasers mounted in space. Some of them what are called X-ray lasers that are powered by a nuclear power plant. Earth-based nuclear-powered X-ray lasers fire their radioactive rays. In many cases, they would actually detonate a small atomic or hydrogen bomb that then fires through the X-ray laser arrays and just fries everything in a massive radius around it. This would also cause major electromagnetic disturbances in the atmosphere. That's why the Pentagon back in the 1960s did Operation Fishbowl, where they tried to detonate the upper atmosphere with high-powered hydrogen bombs just to test and see if it was safe. So now that we hear all this talk about Russia might be developing and deploying nuclear-powered lasers in space, all of this is Excalibur-type technology being deployed by the Russians decades and decades and decades later. Look up Project Excalibur for yourself, already uh, in function, already in operation by the 1970s, heavily deployed by the 1980s. One reason is the Russians gave up and the Soviet Union collapsed because they understood the United States was so much farther advanced than them. So why is this all coming out now? Why is the Pentagon and the White House all mysteriously, oh, we're not going to say if they have a weapon or, or, or what it is, but it's probably nukes in space and nukes that power lasers. It's because they're ratcheting up a new cold and probably hot war with Russia. The EU, the NATO leaders are saying it's going to be a 20, 30-year long-term war. They're going to bring back national conscription in Europe and the UK. They're setting their entire political future while they make us eat bugs and own nothing and have nothing and be happy on using the outside threat of Russia as the pretext for domestic crackdowns and control here at home. So I've been watching this Russian space laser hysteria for days and just sitting back and wondering why people don't understand the real history of it and that it's all hidden in plain view. People ask me all the time, how do you know this stuff? And you talk about it years before, and then it comes true. It was already true. It was already public information, just not properly promoted. 
You see, that's what corporate media does. You talk about world government and the UN plan for carbon tax 25 years ago. They'd say you're a conspiracy theorist in the New York Times, knowing most people wouldn't go to the UN website and look up the plan for carbon taxes or the UN plan to promote pedophilia 30 years ago that the UN has now officially put into their policy uh, just last year. 98% of what I cover is public information. But the general public still doesn't even know that for 30-plus years, the United States has had a fleet of DC-10s and other large jets in the sky who have a laser firing system, energy system, that runs the length of the aircraft, and they can shoot down aircraft and missiles all day long. So a lot of this is in the atmosphere itself at 30,000, 40,000, 20,000 feet. But when you go up to space, there's no water vapor or condensation in the air, so lasers can shoot hundreds of thousands of miles at light speed, not just 50, 60, 70 miles, because depending on where you are in the atmosphere and how much humidity there is, lasers aren't effective out of the distance because, again, they have to fire through the atmosphere. So the United States has huge weapons platforms in space. Uh, they have nuclear-powered X-ray lasers that can launch from the ground. That is, missiles that go up and then detonate X-ray lasers. Basically, it, it, it's an X-ray laser form of an EMP that knocks out all the communications and systems. And the reason that they've kept a lot of this classified is the world would get upset to know that a lot of these, quote, secret payloads, 80% of NASA's payloads, have been classified. We've got all these space planes constantly taking off and landing, and what they're doing is carrying all sorts of classified payloads in. So there's a couple big stories here. The United States had this decades and decades and decades ago. Many other countries have also launched similar systems. The communist Chinese, when it comes to space-based systems, it looks like they're even way ahead of the Russians. We're, quote, way ahead of them all. But why is this being brought out now? Because they want confrontation with Russia and to scare the American people and to say, oh, the Russians have got you know, secret nukes and secret lasers flying around in space above you, when the truth is it's the United States that launched the arms race in space. And that was to counter the old Soviet Union, I think, was corrupt and evil, and it was a good thing we did. But now that secret space program has gone into high gear, so now they're bringing this out as a way to then relaunch officially the U.S. Strategic Defense Initiative as a counter to the Russians and unveil many of the weapons systems that have been in orbit for more than 50 years. Again, let's be clear. There are weapon systems put in space 50 years ago, 40 years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, last year, this year. And the United States is way ahead when it comes to space-based weapons. That's why Trump officially launched Space Force and the other branches of the military made fun of it. That was to divert the public from the fact that it's probably the most effective military system the United States happens. So as usual, you're getting tomorrow's news today as this debate unfolds, as this disclosure unfolds in the days, months, and years to come. You can look back to this video and see that I told you nothing but the truth and was way ahead of the curve. But will you not want the system to use this as a pretext for escalation against Russia? Russia is simply, even if you believe the official story, countering the West with similar systems to what the West has, because Russia has been catching up to the United States in many ways, in fact, surpassing us when it comes to supersonic missiles and other systems like that. The final minute. The surviving warheads enter the atmosphere above the United States, are attacked by laser-equipped planes. Earth-based lasers and ABM rockets eliminate the last warheads. Finally, you've gotten a brief history of these weapon systems, We've explained the fact that these are existing technologies that any advanced government or corporation could deploy. But finally, they're not just hyping all this up for war hysteria with Russia. 
just like we saw with Russiagate and Trump and all the rest of it. The most important point of all these incredibly important points is this. The globalists have been hyping for three years that Russia is going to launch an EMP and knock out the power grid in America, or they're going to work with, quote, Trump supporters and knock out the power grid ahead of the 2024 election. Now, who really believes that? But now we're being told of this magic power up in the sky any time that can do all these incredibly bad things. And it's all classified, so they can't tell us. Ladies and gentlemen, big things are already happening. Even bigger things are coming. And we have been predicting that they might pull something like this and false flag Russia. So we need to expose this right now. And all of you need to research the claims I've made in this video. Find out it's true. Send it to the Congress. Send it to the Senate. Send it to your governors. Send it to NASA. And send it to others. And let's get scientists and other experts to come out and explain that the road we're on is a road to something as bad as biblical Armageddon. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. Zach, this is Crystal Palace. St. Norad has declared DEFCON 3. Scramble all alert aircraft. I repeat, scramble all alert aircraft. The Whopper spends all its time thinking about World War III. Target selection complete. Time on target sequence complete. 22 Typhoon-class submarines departing Petropavlovsk, turning southbound at Nordcap, bearing 095 degrees. Radar reports two unknown tracks are penetrating the Alaskan air defense zone. From the front lines of the information war. Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. Are you prepared to destroy the enemy? You bet! Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic. We'll keep control, but we'll keep it here at the top where it belongs. Three, two, one. Impact. Shall we play a game? How about global thermonuclear war? Live. From the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. On units confirm weapons targeted and ready, awaiting launch codes. We are in a launch mode. Do you really believe that the enemy would attack without provocation? If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. We're in. Russians are still denying everything, sir. We have a Soviet submarine launch detection. I wish I didn't know about any of this. I wish I was like everybody else. Thanks, Ben. When you have U.S. senators in both parties saying we may need to go ahead and nuke Russia first and the Russians are aware that's almost happened before, what do you think that makes the Russians do? Well, it makes them go into war mode. So I don't like them invading Ukraine. I don't like him putting his nuclear forces on maximum alert. Only one level above that on their DEFCON, just like our system, and that's fire the weapons. And so now we have Democrats all over the news saying, let's just use nuclear weapons on Russia. Think of their ignorance. Russia has hundreds of submarines off our coast with sea-launched missiles that would vaporize our cities within five minutes on average of being launched. Sea-launched cruise missiles that fly at Mach 5. Land launch systems they can also launch from ships that are at Mach 9 and cannot be shot down. 
And, and yes, the United States has those too. That's a Pentagon lie that, that Russia developed systems that we don't have. It's on record the U.S. has those systems. The point is it's called mutually assured destruction or mad for a reason. Because anyone that would violate the mad doctrine is insane. And you know, I'm on the side of not having a nuclear war. Especially when Russia is not starting a fight with us. And especially after we just heard for years that everything happening in this country is run by Russia when that was all a giant lie. The globalists are the outside evil force. There's a lot of controversy around this network about Alex Jones, for example. Alex Jones, the far-right conspiracy theorist who is apparently... <laughs> Alex Jones. comes to mind. Reputation's amazing. I will not let you down. You will be very, very uh, impressed, I hope. Live inside the InfoWars World Headquarters in Austin, Texas. It's the Alex Jones Show. Noah Troyer hosting today. We just had a fantastic Knights of the InfoWars Roundtable, if you will, featuring Harrison Smith, Chase Geyser, Alex popped in, myself. Alex just filed that special report as well. As we listen to this epic, dramatic music coming in, I kind of weigh the subjects of discussion from one end to the other where we talk about the potential for war and nuclear weapons and space-based weapons and what is that? It's destruction, it's death. And then on the other side, we talk about the beauty of creation and the megaliths and the pyramids and all this ancient architecture and its beauty. And it's like, that's the two options that we have now. In this pivotal time of human existence, human consciousness, as we're about to enter a new age of technology, do we go nukes, space-based weapons, war, destruction? Or do we go creation, beauty, architecture, humanity, vision, the, the, that's like, that's where we're at. That's the, that's the fork in the road. That's the crossroads. And it's understanding that that helps us decide and do the right thing. And it shouldn't be even an American issue or a Russian issue or a Jew issue or a Christian issue. Do you want life or death? Do you want creation or destruction? Do you want beauty or ugliness? And you just feel like everything diverts into that as we enter this new age. So it's pretty epic to juxtapose those two things. 
what is represented by nuclear war and space-based weapons technology versus the pyramids and ancient architecture, whether it's in Greek or anywhere else, Greece or anywhere else. It's like, yeah, well, humans can have this or humans can have this. And it's our own psychotic leaders because everybody would choose creation. Everybody would choose beauty. But it's our psychotic, demonic leaders that are choosing death and destruction for us all. Because if they can't have power, if they can't have totalitarian power and control, then nobody gets it. It's the complete absence of nobility. It's the complete absence of a moral consciousness or ethics or, or love. It's, it's to lust. It's to have greed. It's to have envy. And it's what is represented by our current political leadership and establishment. But it's not what humans really want. It's not what the average person just living their life really wants. It's not what the listener of this show really wants. It's the 1% of the 1% that feel that way. Why do you see American cities going into decay and violence and crime? Because the people in power genuinely hate you. They don't like you seeing they don't like seeing you wealthy. They don't like seeing you happy. They don't like seeing you feeling good about the future. They want it the opposite. They want you unhealthy. They want you fat. They want you to feel negatively about the future. That's how they control you. And it's been going on for so long, it's inevitable the pendulum swings back. But it's now just a matter of time versus will. Do we have the time? Do we have the will? To create again, to love again, to return to the beauty that is offered in this divine creation? Or is the will of the demons that look to destroy it all so that they can control it, who would rather control ugliness and rule over it than allow humanity to thrive and prosper? All right, we're waxing a little bit here to close the show. Drew Hernandez is coming up. He's going to be hosting the fourth hour today. And then Harrison Smith is going to be filling in for the war room for me. I'll be back tomorrow with Alex hosting this transmission. It's all brought to you by you. Shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. And isn't that the beauty of this transmission too? We don't need fast food marketing or toxic food and beverage marketing or Hollywood propaganda marketing or big pharma marketing to fund what we do here. We're funded by you shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. And the beauty of it is we have things that you need. We have things that you want. What about things that you need? Quite a, quite a few things that you need at InfoWarsStore.com. Do you filter your water or do you drink the poisoned water that they give you? Do you drink the fluoridated water that's meant to dumb you down and make you compliant? Do you drink that or are you filtering your water? Get a water filter from InfoWarsStore.com. That's something you need. We're sitting here talking about, I mean, the U.S. government tells you space-based weapons. Well, my God, what could that represent? They, same groups 
the same groups that told you that there was going to be a pandemic and they ran the pandemic exercise and then there was are the same groups now telling you there's going to be a cyber attack and are running cyber attack exercises. Well, what does that mean? Well, maybe your power goes out. Maybe the food supply goes down. Do you have emergency food supplies? We have emergency food supplies at InfoWarsStore.com. Those are things you need. We all know they consider the winter months cold and flu season. Why? Because you're not getting enough vitamin D from the sun. So we've got a supplementation answer. Vitamin D3, winter sun plus vitamin D3, liquid tincture under the tongue for easy absorption to make sure you're getting proper vitamin D levels in the winter. We also have the vitamin D3 gummies. Now, adults can take these too, but but I'd say they're great for kids. You put a couple vitamin D3 gummies on the counter every morning for your kids, they're going to think you're the coolest parent ever because you're letting them eat gummies in the morning and they taste great, but really you're just making sure they're getting their vitamin D3. So you win, you get to be the cool parent, and your kid is getting the vitamin D3 that they need in the winter months. Both of those 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. So all your support there makes everything we do here possible. All right, let me just, well, oh boy, there's just so much to get to here. Let's hear from Donald Trump responding to the case against him. Going to be the first criminal case to go to trial in about two months. It'll happen at the end of March. Here's Trump responding to that briefly outside the courtroom in clip 18. No clip? All right, uh, no clip. Then let's go uh, into the case against Trump with Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade in court today. A major developments on this situation. Here's Terrence Bradley talking about how the National Bar Association is getting involved to try to destroy Trump in clip 20. Refer to what I was told by the bar, that Rule 1.6 of confidentiality applies, and that I would be asking for an immediate review of the Supreme Court. Sure, but applies to what? Any communications is what the person at the bar told us. Any communications? So like he, a, did, he did not qualify. to Mr. Wade, that's covered. Well, Judge, I, I don't know. Um, he didn't go into those specifics, um, but this is what was told. I was sitting there um, with my attorneys so, so much is coming out when it comes to the corruption. But here, here's what it shows, folks. And it's always the left. It's just true. It's always Democrat. It's all, it's always the left. They don't care about justice. They'll destroy justice for their, for their end goal. They don't care about anything. Whether they're a lawyer, they're a leftist activist. Whether they're a teacher, they're a leftist activist. Whether they're a doctor, they're a leftist activist. Whether they're a judge, they're a leftist activist. That's why they mangle your children. That's why they indoctrinate your children. And that's why they subvert justice for their political means and ends. So, I mean, everybody now, all these leftists, whatever little thimble of power they might have to try to destroy Donald Trump, they're going to use it. So Drew Hernandez coming up next, hosting the fourth hour of the Alex Jones Show. And uh, Alex will be back tomorrow. I might be here with him. Uh, it's just going to be another exciting time on the Alex Jones Show. 
I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillaries, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer Nitric Boost because it cost us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, Nitric Boost, finally back in stock, 40% off out of the gates. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. What's going on, Info Warriors? You are now watching the fourth hour of the Alex Jones Show. I'm your guest host. Drew Hernandez. I think it's pretty obvious what we're going to continue to see, not just in 2024, but as we go into the new age, as the great Owen Schroyer was just putting it, that makes perfect sense to me as we advanced in technology, as we advanced uh, as a civilization, uh, not morally, not 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 spiritually, because obviously uh, on that front, we're going backwards. We're deteriorating. We have a moral deterioration. Uh, that the Bible does speak of. You can take a look at Romans chapter one. God lays it all out right there. So when I talk about a advancement or a progression in society, I'm not talking about being all gay, woke, and everything has to be black. Uh, no, I'm talking about as civilization does continue to technologically advance, uh, so will these psychological operations carried out by the deep state, carried out by these globalist, uh, rogue, uh, entities and governments and so-called politicians that claim to be uh, actively participating in what they say as a democracy. We know everything is becoming engineered. We know everything is becoming a part of an algorithm. Uh, everything that you are being presented on your smartphone, on your applications, uh, social media, everything's aggregated. Everything is calculated. Everything is being presented to you uh, via AI. Not to say that artificial intelligence uh, is an evil thing, but it could be used for evil purposes. And that's with 
any piece of technology that we've seen throughout human history. And whether it be the advent of radio, the advent of television, uh, any type of technological advancement uh, in human history can be weaponized. And uh, more, uh, most of the time, I would say maybe 95 to 99 percent of the time gets weaponized against uh, mankind. Why? Because the reality of evil, the reality of uh, Satan and the devil and obviously the reality of God which is the enemy of Satan and the devil and his legions of demons are going to do all they can from a spiritual perspective to attack those made in the image of God, to deceive the nations and plunge the soul into eternal damnation. That's the ultimate end game to all of this. But with that said, I think if you're the type of individual that kind of checks out when it comes to technology, kind of checks out psychologically, well, I don't want to learn this. I don't want to learn that. I think that's part of the psychological operation. Uh, a lot of, I would say, you know, older generations kind of have that mindset. Not all, not all, but you know, some of us have parents. I mean, I could speak for myself. I have parents. I have, you know, aunts and uncles that are like, oh, we'll just get, get the, get the kids to set up my iPhone or get, you know, get, get, get one of the young, get, get one of those young, you know, one of those youngins to come in and, and help me with my PC or set up my iPad. I can't figure it out. Just figure it out for me and I'll push the buttons here or there. I think that mindset is actually disabling uh, to civilization. I think that mindset is disabling to generations. And I think that's by design, to be honest with you guys. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think we are meant to be in that psychological trap or prison, especially if you're an older generation, just because you're older. Have you really been convinced that as you age, you can't learn new technologies? You can't learn how to utilize or how to understand the functionality of the technologies that are all coming out in the future? I, I would argue that that's part of the psychological operation to get an entire generation dependent on the next generation that manipulates older generations to do away with them. As technology advances, what am, what am I saying? I'll, I'll, I'll talk a lot more about this on the other side. I'm not trying to knock older generations and say, well, you're stupid and you should figure it out. No, what I'm saying is don't let the new world order convince you that you're stupid and that you can't figure it out because you're too old. Therefore, you can't understand the psychological or the technological manipulations of the future from the new world order. That's what I'm warning against, because I think that's what's happening all around me as I continue to look around and see everything that's going on. So we will continue this on the other side, because I think this is part of what we're seeing as we go into the new age and go into the new future. And this is what the New World Order will want, a bunch of NPC zombies that just want them to think for them, technology, technologically speaking. We'll be right back. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America. Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. 
people have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. Not only has he involved with psychological operations involving hallucinogenic drugs and theories of psychic abilities to manipulate the mind of an individual to control them, to bypass their will in order to achieve a goal with the individual for the future. But various governments and countries across the entire world have been involved with these types of operations and technology is always right there accompanied. Technology is always right there accompanied. And of course, that's the art of fascism and these masters of propaganda with the big government working alongside of big corporations within a nation, within a country and a civilization, hijacking technological capabilities for what purpose? To manipulate the minds of the masses and manipulate the minds of millions of people. And I would argue right now, I think what's happening to us, what's happening to America, I could definitely could speak to right now is like you kind of have this this front and and think with me, especially if you're you're older. Don't 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 check out automatically. That's 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 my point. You know, don't don't check out because you think that what's being said is is offending your intellect or or offending your so-called morality. I'm advocating that you don't let the new world order cause you to believe that you. You're too old and you're too stupid to figure out a new piece of technology because if I'm the New World Order, if I'm Satan, if I'm these demonic legions, that's exactly what I want you to believe. That's exactly how I want you to function as a citizen of mankind, as a participant in this creation that God has given us as human beings, the human species. If I'm if, if I'm these satanic entities, any type of new piece of technology that comes out, no, 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 humanity – don't get involved and don't understand that. Just let the government handle that. And then we sit here and we wonder why big tech has been hijacked by the Satanists and the Luciferians and the pedophiles and the globalists. And then, and then we sit here and we complain that these technologies are in the hands of people that worship Satan and that are in the globalist New World Order machine. Is it because the technology itself is evil? Or is it the people themselves that are utilizing the technology that are evil for evil purposes? I would argue it's the latter. I would argue that it's the latter because a piece of technology within itself, I mean, even theologically speaking, is not evil. It's the technology. It's the it's the instrument itself and the use for it could be used for good, could be used for evil, uh, just like social media is a perfect example Social media can amplify the gospel message uh, within seconds, within milliseconds. The gospel message could be preached around the entire world within seconds. And artificial intelligence could be utilized to translate the language to any nation in real time within seconds. Is that an evil thing? Is that a bad thing? No, that's 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 technology being used for a good and a righteous eternal purpose. What I'm arguing is pay attention to how we are psychologically right now, especially in this TikTok age where you have Generation Alpha, you got Generation Z, and especially millennials 
that have been technologically hijacked and their minds have been brought down to this. Well, everything that I'm dealing with, everything that I'm listening to, and I, and I have a lot of friends like this, and they're really irritating, by the way. These these people irritate me, you know, that are like, oh, if it's over a minute, that's too long. I can't listen to it. If it's over 30 seconds, that's too long. I can't listen to it. Really? Like you expect to win an info war based off of little 30 to one minute pieces of intel that's uh, distributed to humanity. Obviously, you could pack in a lot in a short amount of time. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying I think there's something too, and it's pretty obvious, especially like I said with this TikTok age and you have these generations that are totally hijacked and they're being trained. They're psychologically trained to tune out anything that's over 30 seconds to a minute long. You guys know people like this. I mean, you're, especially if you're a millennial out there, you know, that are having children and you're, you're watching this, you know, just throw the kids an iPad. Just let them just be psychologically tuned out, you know, and become a vegetable. Sit there and just drool and just look at the iPad for, for hours and it, uh, it, it calms them down, Drew. It calms them down. Yeah. Now your kid's a zombie and that's totally being taught how to think via a piece of technology and what, what, what are they looking at? And especially if you're, you know, Gen X or boomers out there, you, you guys, you guys know you've had kids, you have grandkids or you have nieces and nephews, uh, that are millennials or Gen Z or generation alpha. And I'm not saying all of us are like this because I'm not like this. I, I, I love long form type of content. You know, a lot of people complained about Putin's interview because he gave a, you know, a 600 plus year history lesson <laughs> on, on an Eastern Western Europe conflict, uh, pertaining to Russia's his position, orthodox uh, entitlement to the land. And that was what? He he spent like 30 minutes to an hour and a half just breaking that down to Tucker. Like, I love that kind of stuff. I'll sit there and listen. That's why I love the Alex Jones show. Just sit there and listen for three to four hours. It's fine with me. I just think that there's a psychological manipulation going on where don't listen to intelligence that's being broadcast for more than a minute long because that's you. you don't have time for that. Oh, you don't have time for that? You don't have time for detailed reports breaking down some serious intel that may take a little more than a minute long? You don't have time for that? Especially when this is dealing with these false flag events. Now they're trying to convince the entire world because Vladimir Putin and Russia are the boogeyman. And Russian space nukes are are about to be deployed from outer space because uh, we tried to warn you that Russia, that, that, that Vladimir Putin is a threat. And these technological, okay, advanced psychological operations that are going to continue as we go forward into this new age, this new generation. When I say new age, I'm saying new generation. I'm saying, you know, like this new world order globalist mindset. I, I love how Owen broke that down earlier because it really got me thinking. It's like new age, new generation. It's going to accompany a, a, an entire new way of culture and life and understanding technological advancements. Cause like if you don't understand AI, you will not even understand how to identify it when it is presented to you. When there's a piece of false information, when there's a piece of real misinformation or disinformation coming from the deep state. And then you got big tech and then you got. Big government, and then you got the deep state, then you got the rogue federal government in the United States, the WEFC. This is why you'll hear Klaus Schwab and you'll hear, you know, these, these globalists like Noah Yuval Harari and you hear them talking about technology at the world government summit. 
they all know this. They're all, they all make themselves very clear. They want to be what? Masters of the future by mastering the technologies of today and the future. And so where does that leave us? That leaves us. If you're, if you're buying into that psyop, well, I don't want to understand that. I can't learn it. I'm too old. I can't, I, I, I just, I, I, that's, that's, that's for the youngins. Well, the youngins are being hijacked by Lucifer and the youngins are the ones like Mark Zuckerberg, my generation and Jack Dorsey's, right? That created these social media apps and that have been used as puppets for this fascist, rogue, futuristic regime to implement a culture of worldwide censorship and destroy the First Amendment in the United States of America. So what's next? You don't want to get involved with understanding technology. You want, that's why there are a lot of senators and there's a lot of congressmen that don't understand anything, that don't understand any piece of technology or artificial intelligence or algorithmic abilities and capabilities and what these look like on these platforms. And then they how they call in these Senate hearings or they call in these committee hearings and they'll bring in Jack Dorsey. They'll, they'll, they'll bring in a Mark Zuckerberg and all these guys kind of do is sit there and just like they, 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 these guys don't know what they don't, they don't understand technology. We just sit here and, and say what we have to say and, and go home, wrap it up and, and we're out. Where does that come from? That comes from generations not taking the time to understand the advancements of technology into the future. Therefore, the New World Order, okay, the next generations of the New World Order, they understand it. They're developing it. They're mastering it. So as they go further and they get not elected, but they get appointed and installed in serious positions of power. They're going to manipulate generations to come and generations that already exist that have tapped out and said, well, I'm too old. I can't figure this out. No, you're not too old and you can figure this out. That's a lie from Satan. I'm not here to offend you. I'm here to uplift you. I am here to convince you that there's an agenda out there, especially going after boomers, going after Gen X going after older generations, just tap out, don't learn the technology, don't understand any of this, just get one of the kids to do it for you. Why? Why? Who taught you that? Who trained you psychologically to be that way? To not learn anything any further? To not understand anything that may be more advanced than your generation or the technology of the generations before you? Like, who, who convinced you to think that way? And I'm not saying everybody thinks that way. I'm just saying I've noticed that in my life. I, I've noticed that with people around me. And I think I think that's part of this psychological operation to get humanity to totally check out and just not even want to deal with it because and not even try to understand it. I'm not, I'm not saying you got to sit here and understand how to create AI and how to create, you know, uh, millions of bots in real time to be able to, you know, do your bidding in the stock market and, and, and make sure that they're monitoring your social media to vet what's true and what's real and what's not. And you have to understand how to create an, an, an AI and you have to have, uh, you know, quantum computing in your own house to be able to control these and create. I'm, I'm not, what I'm saying is at least understand what the technology is, what it looks like and how to deal with it. I'll tell you one thing and I, I'm not trying to offend people. And normally I don't say that. Because I really don't care if I offend people, but I say this respectfully, okay? If you are an older person out there and you have that mindset where you are just like, just let someone else do it for me. Well, you, you are literally, okay, the perfect target to manipulate by the new world order. Because 
they're going to start rolling out their technological advancements and their 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 advanced, sophisticated psychological operations through AI and algorithmic manipulation, not only on big tech, but in real time. They're going to go beyond television. They're going to go. That, that, that's why Noah Yuval Harari and all these globalists are talking about jacking the minds of the public into a VR society, into an, uh, an augmented reality, into a society where you're living outside of the real reality. It's, it's a real life matrix where devices will be utilized to manipulate psychologically to be jacked into it. So you're stuck there and you want to live there forever. They want to take whole economies into this system. Like then what? The, 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 what happens when that gets taken to a whole new level with 200 years of advancement in technology accompanied by satanic, Luciferian, demonic powers of deception that are making technology look like magic and miracles right before your very eyes? I don't want to understand that. I'm too old. Oh, well, don't complain. Don't complain when the youngins are hijacking the world for Satan and Lucifer. And this is why... The gospel is important. This is why understanding Christ is important. This is why you must be born again because you need the Holy Spirit to discern. You need the spirit of truth to discern truth from error with what is presented right before you. That is really hard to identify at the surface level as whether this is coming from God or whether this is coming from Satan wrapped up with technology and, and, and laced with impressive technological advancements. Listen, man, all I'm saying is I think there's something to this, and I know I'm right about this because I could see it happening all around me. I could see the culture buying into this this mindset where, I don't know, it could be like a position of laziness. It could be a position of incompetence. It could be a position of maybe even pride or arrogance. Well, I know everything. Oh, do you? Right. So you don't have any room to learn anymore, do you? Yeah, because you're just the smartest person on planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> You got it all covered. <laughs> you know, you know everything. There's nothing left to learn. I don't know about you guys, but as I get older, uh, I want to keep learning and I want to keep understanding and I want to grow in wisdom. And I don't think that ever stops, especially as a Christian. It's like what you, uh, went to an Ivy League, you went to a big four, you got a master's degree and that's it. You're done. That you're done learning forever. No more learning anymore. Just never pick up a book ever again. <laughs> never sit down and. Have, you know, maybe an hour to two hour of quiet time, just conversating with God, reading the word, reading the Bible and praying things out. And, you know, asking God for direction while at the same time taking a look at the world around you and understanding what's oh, where, what are these technological advancements? Maybe, maybe I should. And I've dealt I've dealt with people like this, guys. Like I was in ministry, the youth pastor for like six years, five, six years. And uh I remember it was, uh, what year was it? It was the year 2017, somewhere around there, 2018. And I remember going to the senior pastor of the church. True story. I remember going to the senior pastor of the church and I was, uh, I was really paying attention to the developments of To the Stars and Tom DeLong and Lou Elizondo and all of this, uh, all of this, uh, developments of disclosure of anti-gravitic craft and, we're coming uh, one step closer with uh, the, the the Nimitz and uh, the Tic Tac with Commander Dave Fravor and off the coast of San Diego. And the, the, these UFOs are real. The, the It's an existence. It's all an existence. The UFOs, the aliens now, because now we have very credible sources coming from the federal government. 
We have credible sources coming from the Navy. We have credible sources coming from the military that nobody can deny. And it's to confirm the fact that there is some kind of extraterrestrial life out there. The church has to have an answer for that. And I saw that developing pretty quickly. And I remember I, I went to the pastor and I said, hey, man, I, th- I think we got to be ready. I, th- I think they're getting ready to move here. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I think the church is going to have to have an answer. What's our theological response? What's our theological response when you got the U.S. government with credible sources coming out and saying, well, there there are these uh, uh, non-biologicals. Uh, excuse me, these 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 uh, non-human biologicals. They're out there. They're swarming around in in in, in the sky. They're interdimensional. There there there's something else out there. We, you know, we're just we're just we're just standing. And I remember telling the pastor, and I said, "What? Well, what? What's uh? You know, we got to have an answer. I know the answer. I I have a biblical stance on this, but I think this is something that the culture is really getting ready to dump on the next generation. And they did. <laughs> and they did. It fast forward real quick, especially last year, where the same deep state that tries to tell you that we're a democracy and Joe Biden won the 2020 election by 80 million plus votes and your elections are secured and fortified. Trust us. Yeah, that same deep state that's telling you that your elections are fortified and secured uh, in 2020, but they're not in 2016. Yeah, that same deep state is coming out and telling you, well, we have – uh the U.S. government is in uh, possession of uh, non-human biologicals. Yeah, they, we got aliens. It's all real. It's all real. It's definitely not demonic. There's no there's no satanic tie to it. It's all real. You can trust us on this one. We, you can trust. Yeah, yeah. Okay, give me a break, right? You're going to believe the deep state when it comes to the existence of aliens, but you're not going to believe the deep state when it comes to, well, your elections are secure. Yeah, I don't believe them at all. But anyways... I remember uh, telling the pastor, I think they're they're getting ready to roll this out. And uh, sure enough, they did last year. They started rolling out more whistleblowers, and they had the congressional uh, hearing uh, on the Hill. And that's when they had the, uh, you know, I think it was from the Air Force. Is it Chris Grosh? I forgot, I forgot his name. He came out and said, "Oh yeah, we have a we have a, these uh, non-human biologicals." I'm like, wait, what? And everyone's like, "Oh, aliens exist." The government told us. Aliens exist. Even Blink-182 from Tom DeLonge and To the Stars started printing out T-shirts that said, Tom was right. Aliens effing exist. Like, oh, why? Because the government told me so? Oh, great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, they did it. They rolled it out. And there it is. And they're going to continue to push that Project Blue Beam. You really look into this stuff, man. It's it's they they will launch that false flag someday. Will some extraterrestrial threat. Um will be presented by the government to be dealt with, and it'll unify all of humanity. Even Ronald Reagan said this to the UN. You guys remember that? Years ago? Was it the UN? I think years ago, and Ronald Reagan just came out and told everyone, wouldn't it be interesting uh, that uh, some kind of extraterrestrial uh, outside off-world threat uh, just happened to you know, presents itself to humanity, th- then maybe we would be unified as one. It's like, oh, okay, well, well just, just, you might as well just tell us. <laughs> so, but I remember talking to this pastor and said, I think, I think we need to, I think we, we have to have a, 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 a solid theological stance on this issue. And at least, at least as, you know, watchmen and, and, and shepherds, 
just warn the flock about this. This is something you need to be on the lookout for. It's it's going to probably challenge your own faith. It's probably going to challenge the faith of your children. Uh, there are some theological implications to this. Uh, let's address it. Let's get ahead of this. So when it happens, the church is grounded. And you know the answer I got? You know the answer I got? The answer I got was, well, that's just a bunch of nonsense. We don't need to do that. Nah. Now, this is a senior pastor, right, of a Calvary Chapel affiliate. And, and I'm just like, what do you mean? It's, it's a bunch of nonsense. Like, you may think it's nonsense, but but this this is going to bring levels of deception tied with so-called technology that they claim is magic. Okay, like the Bible talks about that in the last days, there are going to be satanic lying wonders. You know what that means in the New Testament? That means that there will be false miracles. There will be what appears to be miracles that are energized and empowered by Satan that will look like actual miracles right before your very eyes. How will you know whether it's demonic? How will you whether, how will you know whether it's satanic or whether it's coming from God or not? Just surface level. You see a miracle right before your eyes. How do you know where it's coming from? Or a technological miracle looks like magic right before your eyes that defies the laws of physics and gravity and everything we know about science, propulsion, and aerodynamics just right in front of you. You witness it. You watch it. Your eyes aren't lying to you. Is that of God? Is that Satan? What am I dealing with? Oh, what a good question. Because the Bible forewarns that's what you're going to be dealing with in the last days. And don't think for one second. See, this is why I'm making this point because it's a level of arrogance. That pastor I had a conversation with, that was arrogance. That was, the response I got there was arrogance. Oh, that's just a bunch of nonsense. We don't need to do that. Oh, no, we don't, we don't need to waste our time with that. And then a couple of years later, they all roll it out. And all the culture, even some people in the church are like, oh, aliens are all in existence. We don't know what it is. What, what's going on? The Bible's never addressed this. Well, I'll read Ephesians chapter 6 and it'll break it down for you. But people need to understand this. Because when that pastor told me that, I just, I just, you know, I knew. I was like, no, this guy's not ready. He's not ready. He's not ready for the future. He's not equipped for the future because the future is going to be accompanied with technological, very sophisticated levels of deception, okay, that the church is going to have to deal with, whether you like it or not. And if you don't even attempt to understand these things, well, then you're, you're already deceived. King Agatha last two seconds in the future as a born again Christian. Because when this deep state rogue federal satanic Luciferian government starts rolling out all these sophisticated levels of deception and psyops from false flag project Bluebeam, extraterrestrial threats to Russians about to launch nukes from space. Just wait till they launch the AI deep fake advanced psyops and false flags and then all I'm saying is don't be arrogant to sit there and think well I don't need to I don't need to know about that I don't need to learn about that all right well you've already lost and you're already deceived we'll be right back we have a lot more 29 years on air all I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist and I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate. And we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. 
This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methyl folate with high quality organic complex this stuff is rocket fuel it's not a stimulant it energizes your cells and then everything else you take just supercharges it it's so insane it's foundational energy the strongest formula out there at infowarsstore.com it doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants it energizes you get foundational energy now Frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious. And you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are. And that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and that there's mass sterilization that's already taken place and they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America, Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. All right, guys, we are back. Shout out to everyone watching on X. Make sure to share the broadcast, repost it. If you guys are watching on X, you guys can follow me at Drew 
H Live on X. Make sure to follow me on Rumble. That's rumble.com slash Drew Hernandez. Have my own show Monday through Friday. Go live 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but just, just, I, I want to show you guys something. All right. Uh, there's this article that's been, uh, floating around on X this morning, especially with the release of the Apple Vision Pro, uh, goggles, this new VR reality. Uh, this is the New York Post. I'm pretty sure the crew could find it. Uh, Apple Vision Pro users returned $3.5,000, uh, in cost of, of their headsets. They say they cause extreme headaches, motion sickness, and a quote from one of the users is it's like a torture session. You see, what's interesting is this is how they get the public used to this kind of stuff. And speaking of technological advancements, as they want you jacked into a VR reality in the future, I mean, you have Apple rolling out their Apple Vision Pros and thousands of people are returning them because they're getting like they're discovering just how much of a torture this is psychologically for the individual. And all they're doing is using a software interface that is similar to your iPhone. You have your homepage. You could look at Safari. You could probably watch a video and, uh, you know, have that spatial, you know, uh, experience with your VR goggles on as you walk around and you could, you know, do the hand movements. But that has an impact on the brain that has an impact psychologically on the user and the individual. Now, what happens when this piece of technology can't be returned? What happens when this piece of technology cannot be turned off? What happens when you end up in a Black Mirror episode where there is no return? Where you are experiencing a torture session psychologically forever because you decided to buy into a piece of technology without fully understanding what the experience is truly going to be like because the day will come where this technology will become a part of permanent being. I mean, you take a look at Neuralink. I'm not a big fan of brain chips being integrated into the human mind. I think it's a sign of transhumanism. One can argue that it could be used for purposes of good in the medical healthcare arena to help people uh, with brain damage and different neurological issues to help them function as a human. And without it, they wouldn't be able to. There's an argument there. Pieces of technology can be used for good, like I said, like I started this broadcast. However, how far does that really go? And when it becomes a matter of choice and when it becomes a matter of, well, do I get a choice as to whether or not to use this piece of technology or not, that's when it becomes a problem. And you see there are maybe naive individuals out there that might say to themselves, well, I'll always be given the choice. You'll always have a choice because you have been given free will by God. But you're never going to have an easy path to making that choice. And I think we're all experiencing that now, especially in 2024, where, again, there are more exposés coming out that it's confirmed. Yes, Spygate, the Obama campaign did indeed spy on Trump, his allies, even before he decided to run in 2016. Now we do know that the feds forewarned and preemptively warned Twitter 1.0 that the Hunter Biden laptop story was a, a, about to come out and it's misinformation and disinformation right before the election. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. We know that technology gets manipulated. We know that big tech has been harnessed and has been weaponized against mankind. Do you really have a choice on Facebook to say what you want? 
Do you really have a choice on X to say what you want? Oh, yes, you have freedom of speech, but you don't have freedom of reach. Whatever the hell that means. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. I just think billionaires uh, taking it upon themselves to redefine and reinterpret the First Amendment of the United States is insane to me. Sorry. Okay, not sorry. And a lot of people on X are still experiencing some massive levels of throttling and deboosting. One would call shadow banning. So do I really have the freedom to say what I want? I can speak for myself. My X account is totally, totally throttled. Totally throttled. Do I really have the freedom to say what I want, especially on X, on Facebook or big tech? These are all byproducts of what? An advent of a new technology, a progression of technological advancements that have been presented to us via smartphone, via algorithm, via, uh, via uh, software CPU advancements that have been compacted. I mean, look at the computers of the 80s compared to the computers now. And now the future, they will be in your brain smaller than your than your pinky nail okay and the point is this is if we're not even going to have conversations about what these technologies look like and the regulations on these technologies will be in the future well then we're we shouldn't complain okay if one you don't even want to understand them if you're part of that generation or that tiktok generation well 30 seconds one minute i'm out that's too long i can't handle this I can't handle this. I'm going to check out. I'm just going to go. I'm, 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 I'm going to go watch some pornography. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't handle doing this. I, 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 I'm a five second man. I'm just going to turn on some, uh, some porn hub and, and jerk it for a little bit and, you know, just, just blow a load off in five seconds. Yeah. That is that your generation, huh? Yeah. That's your generation. You don't want to engage intellectually with ideas. You don't want to engage the new world order. Right. You can't spend more than five seconds. Right. Really, really downloading Intel. Yeah. What about that psychological operation? You got a bunch of masturbators and pornographers out there that are you know, this is crazy. It's like I can't listen. I can't listen to someone talk about, you know, technological advancements and making sure we understand the technologies of the future so we could prevent a takeover. That's more than 30 minutes. But I you know what I need? I need, I need to go watch like a. You know, a, a, a porno, you know, and and blow a load in five seconds. That's what I want. Like, all right, dude, you're definitely not being hijacked by the New World Order. Your mind is definitely not being hijacked by Satan. It's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy to think that that's where people are psychologically. Blows my mind. But it's the nature of sin, correct? See, but this is what I'm saying is people need to understand, like, what what really is being done to you via technology? And what does the future look like with these future technologies as these begin to develop, as Owen Schroer said in the last hour, this new age that we're all going into, this new generation of technology and people that understand it and people that do understand it, people that don't want to understand it. So they get manipulated. They tap out. It's too much for them. And they just and then they see. But this is why you can't complain. You like don't sit there and complain. All right. That you that this entire generation is hijacking the future and they're doing it through technology when you never even stopped to try to even understand how any of this stuff works. Yeah, that might offend people, but you know, I don't really care because that's the, that, that, that's the future of what we're all dealing with 
right now. Okay, this is not what's going to happen in 10 years, in five years, or 20 years. These things are being developed now for the next 100 years. And technology that's already been developed 20 years ago, that's now being rolled out to the general public and being manipulated and weaponized against mankind today, now we're all starting to face these things. So what does the future look like? Because people may think they have a choice, but do you really have a choice? Can I really say what I want to say? Without some kind of algorithm, whether it's a human throttling your account or whether it's an algorithm throttling your account, do you really have the ability to say what you want to say? Do you really have the ability to do what you want to do legally and lawfully in the bounds of the law? Do you, do you really have the freedom that you think you have in a technocracy? People always want to cite 1984 and people always want to point to 1984. People always say, especially here on InfoWars, the answer to 1984 is 1776. What does 1984 even look like? And do we even understand the technologies to be able to even push back on a 1984 in the year 2050? Do we even have the intellectual capability to push back and even understand what a 1984 even looks like in the year 2090? Serious questions. And if you tap out intellectually, I would argue you probably wouldn't even be able to identify it if it's staring you right in the face. We'll be right back. But folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsShore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsShore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredient in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system. So if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at M4Store.com and put your body at ease. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. 
Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer Nitric Boost because it cost us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, Nitric Boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. Winter is coming. 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 Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Now back in stock and 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus. 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. I am your guest host, Drew Hernandez. Make sure to follow me on X at Drew H Live. You guys can find me on Rumble, rumble.com slash Drew Hernandez, or just follow me uh, as you search for me on Rumble, Drew Hernandez. I'm the only verified Drew Hernandez on there. So uh, we go live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I want to thank you guys uh, for tuning in today. Also, make sure to check out the InfoWarsStore.com uh, right now because there are sales going on, and without your support, uh, the Infowar will not continue, and it's up to you guys to keep Infowars alive. There are various sales at InfowarsStore.com going on right now. 40% off Winter Sun Plus, 40% off Nitric Boost, 40% off Turbo Force Plus. Make sure that you guys are supporting the Infowar right now. We thank every single one of you guys uh, that are contributing in any way, shape, or form because without doing so, uh, that's how we get destroyed uh, especially by the corporate mainstream fake news media machine uh, because they're being funded by all of these globalist machines and we are supported uh, by you, the people, and uh, we're in God's hands. So we thank you guys for supporting us on a daily basis. Uh, with that said, guys, you know, let, let, let me let me let, let me make this point as well, because as you look at the levels of desperation from the deep state and you look at these levels of desperation uh, coming from these globalist Regimes, whether it's in the United States or whether it's in Europe or Australia, Canada, doesn't matter. When these people begin to lose their grip, when they begin to lose their grip on power via their paranoia, their greatest fear is losing control. And so when you understand the mind of these Satanists and these globalists and these Luciferians, when you understand the way that they think, uh, then you begin to kind of like discern when they make their moves, and why they make their moves. And look at where we are right now in this election year. Look how quickly things have escalated. 
fast. We're only what two months into 2024, <laughs> and here's like there are already shootings going on at the Kansas City Super Bowl parade and celebration, and the media is dropping that story because they won't confirm that it was black people. Of course, uh, we've already seen uh, another homosexual uh, show up and shoot up a church in Lakewood. We've already seen that. And uh, these operations are already continuing. We've already seen a lot of movement from the deep state um, attempting to make Biden look like he's something that he's not because they're trying to distract the public. While at the same time, there's this internal struggle uh, within this machine. I think they want to throw Biden overboard. I think they want to just get it over with and bring in someone more evil and more controllable uh, and that may be Kamala Harris. I know Roger Stone firmly believes that it'll be Michael Obama, and I kind of agree with them. Or it could even be a Gavin Newsom. Whoever it is, it's going to have to be someone younger, more controllable, and literally in the palm of China, the deep state, and every other nation that is against American interest. You see, we've already seen that these people – are willing to indict Trump multiple times over nothing. And now Fannie Willis in Atlanta, now she's getting put and exposed. She's being put in the spotlight, in the black light. No pun intended. Uh, she's being exposed for, for her shadiness, and they're weaponizing the FBI against Trump with the Mar-a-Lago raids. And we've seen Biden exposed for the for, for having classified documents. Yeah, but that was so crazy tonight in the Putin interview where Biden went up there when the report came out that he had his classified documents in his garage in his house. He's like, oh, it wasn't as bad. I just, uh, you know, my staff had them in my garage and they have them in filing cabinets that were locked. It's not like it was Mar-a-Lago or something. But the double standard there and the hypocrisy is, oh, well, Trump does it. It's bad. But when Biden does it, it's good. It's OK. It's not that bad. But they'll probably use that to throw him overboard as well. The point is, is we're getting into a not just an election year, but we're also getting into obviously we're in an election year, but we're, we're, we're getting into the phase where the replacement migration agenda is fully operational. They're replacing Americans with the third world. They're, they're saying it out in the open. Democrats are saying on the news that uh, the people we care about the most are undocumented Americans, whatever the hell that means, right? They're making their Priorities clear that illegals are priority over veterans. And we're seeing this, that they're emptying elementary schools in New York to bring in the illegals. We're watching all of this in real time. And just wait till these people get activated. Wait till that operation comes to, uh, uh, comes to its next phase. We're watching the phase of importation, occupation. Activation is coming next with these illegals. Wait till that. Strap up, America. Buy tons of guns, tons of ammunition. Don't rely on 911, I'll tell you that. Don't, don't, don't rely on the military. They're going to rely on law enforcement right now? No. When these people get activated, it's going to get really, really bad. And I'm not, I'm not advocating to go on the offense and kill people. What I'm saying is always be ready. Second Amendment 2A up to the teeth, you and your family. And be ready for self-defense because that day will come. What do you think these people are here to just live a better life? You think you think these illegals are here just because they want to they want to mow your lawn? <laughs> no, dude. These people are here to replace you, and they even know it. 
They're here to replace you, and they even know it. And wait till they get activated violently like they have in Europe, like they have in France, and like they have in Germany. It's going to happen here in America as well. It's not fear-mongering. Give it some time. It'll happen. Give it some time because they're in the phase, like I said, of importation, occupation, and they will be activated at some point in the near future, especially if they rig the election again, and we're just totally screwed. We're going to lose the country. We are going to lose this country. We need divine intervention is what we need. We need Christ. We need God. We need full national repentance to heal our land. We haven't had that yet. It hasn't happened. This this whole country worships homosexuality. This whole country worships depravity and sexual immorality. This country worships slaughtering babies on a daily basis. Not you, the viewer that's against this. But collectively, this nation's culture is built on those foundations. Everything opposite of Christ the Bible, and biblical principles. Nationally, when this culture finally decides to bow to Christ, then we're going to see some change. But we haven't gotten there yet, guys. We haven't gotten there yet. So I'm interested to see what direction this nation goes in, especially after November here in 2024. But one thing I will say is don't underestimate these people and the lengths that they're willing to go. It's not just about they want to deceive you. It's not just about they want to prove themselves as more psychologically advanced and they have the ability to manipulate you and they're just, you know, having meetings at hotels and behind closed doors just laughing at everybody. They're doing that. It's not about that. We know this is about power, control, and obedience and allegiance to Lucifer. And so with that, When they lose control, when they begin to identify that power is slipping through their fingers, this is when you start to see some serious levels of deception, psychological manipulations, these sophisticated psyops, not only in the media, coming from the military, intelligence agencies. You're going to see more mass shootings. You're going to see more operations and false flags you're going to see more on a scale that is really advanced and why because because we are gaining traction we 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 the, the populist movement and the info war and people waking up to the truth as you share the links and you share the transmits and you get the intel out there and you have your own conversations with people people are waking up to what the great reset is people are waking up to who klaus schwab is and the wef and people are waking up to how everything is engineered against you, the economy, the media, everything has this satanic agenda that's against humanity, that's against America, that's against your prosperity. Just living your life as a human being. People people are waking up and a lot of people are waking up and that's an identification that what we are doing is effective and they know it. And in that mode of paranoia, in that mode of the fear of power slipping through their fingers. Every mind that gets pulled out of the matrix, every mind that gets jacked out of the simulation, their fear increases, their paranoia increases. Therefore, their operations through desperation, fear and paranoia will become more aggressive, will become more sophisticated, will become more frequent, and will become more out in the open. People will respond to that, they will either identify it as a insane, tyrannical machine that claims to be democratically elected and functioning. We live in a constitutional republic, even the rhinos will say. 
or people are going to just accept it and people are going to have to make a decision and it's going to be accompanied with technological advancements. So don't be a sitting duck. Don't become a zombie and just tap out. Be ready. Learn, 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 advanced, advanced with the culture as they learn as well. This is how we fight back. We become the culture. All right, guys. War Room's coming up next. Thank you. Gunther in Tennessee. Thanks for calling, Gunther. Hey, Alex. First time caller. Real quick, wanted to plug your foundational energy. Uh, just started taking that. And, uh, boy, three pills, uh, recommended dose. I was bouncing off the walls. But uh, I, I tell you, foundational is the right name for that product because... I'll cut down to one. Uh, it's, it's like you have a baseline of energy that you were missing before that you got back. So, Well, I'm you glad you mentioned that because it's methylfolate, the breakdown of folic acid, and a lot of people, particularly Europeans, don't absorb all of the folic acid. So it's not a stimulant. It's a totally natural thing that boosts energy that's foundational. And, and was I lying to you or, or did it not work? No, it, it was top-notch. And I was, I was actually taking Red Pill Plus before, and that's got a little folic acid in it. I think there was a... A little build up from this, but the energy from this was no jitters. I mean, it's top notch. It's a great product. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, folic acid's great and it's in real red pill, but some can't Absolutely. break it down. This is the breakdown of it. That's exactly it. If you ever take one piece of my advice, it's get a bottle of X2. It's been sold out for over a year because we wouldn't cut corners and because it's so hard to produce. We finally have a limited run back in supply at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people have serious issues. Look at the UN's own numbers. Billions have cognitive disabilities because they do not have true nascent iodine in their bodies. Most of the other iodine is bound to other heavy metals or bound to other elements so you don't download it. But this is pure atomic certified iodine. X2 is now back in stock, discounted. So I'm giving Thanksgiving right now for this product being here. It funds the info war, but I guarantee you, you take this for a few weeks, you will feel the difference. It is amazing. It's the missing link X2 back in stock at the end of 2023 at InfoWarsStore.com. X2. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones.